All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We are a lively looking bunch, aren't we? Look at us. Got our uh, got our got our comfy clothes on. We're kind oh, yeah. of limping into the new year here. Are, are we having a hard time? I know I am. Kind of getting ramped up, getting back into it. Hundred yeah. percent. We got to get Phoenix. Uh, I was going to save us. I was great yesterday on Afterburner. God, was he good? Yeah. It's and, that, yeah, I bet. I bet. Pinder, Pinder yeah. went at me like it was sixty minutes, like we were yeah. deep diving into the secrets of society. And yeah, he we 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 unveiled the Epstein list last night. It was a big yeah. show. Oh, really? Jesus. <laughs> sorry, sorry to hear that. <laughs> I know you're loathing today. Um, Damn yeah, it! It's, the old uh, the old give a crap meters. A little, uh, it's a little low. Kind of doing. Did. Doing nothing. What? What are you? A little, uh, a little more better. A little better than doing something. Well, this ain't much of something, but still. Our, uh, my brats got one week off. Yeah, oh, my kids no are all at home. Yeah, yeah we got sleepovers going on. There's kids. The kitchen is a complete disaster. Yeah. There's a bunch of people here. No one really interested in cleaning up. Right. Uh, we're making lots of messes, but not cleaning them up. Uh, well, that yeah, sounds like kinda, a party. That's what yeah, that is. When yeah, a lot of people great. go somewhere and they don't clean up, that's a party. It's really great. So uh, I don't want, you know, yeah. I don't want to set the tone. We'll bring noodles in here right away. I assume I haven't uh, chatted with him, but it is, uh, it is noodles day. Uh, he'll bring the energy. He's always good for that. But uh, I guess to start, what did we make of the match last night in St. Paul, which can be itself a little sleepy at times. Yeah. Well, we talked about it last night. That's your pickerel special for red. He's catching mm-hmm. up on sleep, which you're going to need before you get to Nashville. Uh, you know, today it's so. a great setup for the Flames. Yeah. yeah, they had their rest, they had their pickerel, they had a win, and now they hit Nashville. Pressure's off. Let's go. 
Rhett said last night, we're going to find out if they can play guilty. Uh, just tomorrow night, we'll know. We'll be able to see it. It's great to play rested and well, you know, well rested and well fed in, in, in Minneapolis. Your goaltender's mm-hmm. great. Can you show up after missing curfew? Can you show up after having extracurricular activities? Like, <laughs> what are you made of here, fellas? Do you think this is a team that would say, you know what? Tootsies. Well, I know the legends would be leading the charge. He can't get enough of that stuff. Yeah. You think so? That. There are Aldine's bar. That's you thirsty sarcasm. fellas. That's sarcasm right there. Yeah. I just wonder, because you've you've talked about we've talked the kid, you know, kids today, they're a little different, which is the not to say different. they don't like to go out and party. And they just wonder if if this is as big a deal getting into Nashville as maybe it would have been, say, 10 years ago. How many kids do you know? Listen to, I mean, it's it's different too because in Calgary there's a bit of a rural feel to Alberta. Still, my question was going to be, how many kids do you know hammering back country music on their boombox at the rink? Hmm, it's not a lot. Not a lot, right? Like it's not a lot. I wonder, like, there's a demographic to to what Nashville is, and I don't know that they fit it. Now, obviously, it's a lot of fun and. It's live music and the bars are hopping, but I don't know. I think I would look at this roster Nashville thing. Like you guys wouldn't have been out of Cowboys if there was camera phones the way there are now. Are you kidding me? Like in 2004, like it's just a different world. These guys can't do what you guys did. There's no way they can. You can do a tiny bit of it. Maybe. No, you can't. Like, so it's it's not about country music. It's like, well, here's my camera. There's an NHLer. Like you can, you can go out, but it's not at all the same universe. It's not even smart. No, like, let's take that out of the equation. Are you going to get caught? Just the, Hey boys, we're going to go out and rip it up in Nashville. Dennis Gilbert to me, Nashville. Love this. Dennis Gilbert. He's going out. He's got some shit kickers. He's got shit. He's got shit kickers in the carry on. He's going. Who else were you? Coleman. Did you say Pinder? Uyghur, 100%. Uyghur feels like he, yeah, Uyghur, Coleman. Kidney, Uyghur. If, you, if you're going to play in Texas. Had better of a fiddle in the band, yeah. Nazem, we saw him during Stampede. He had the fresh I think, year. Sir, can I say, I think he's going, but he's yeah. not going on the strip. He's, he's going fine, off strip. He's finding a little loungy, a little mm-hmm. more... Yeah. Uh, Different style of little, little songwriter circle somewhere. Yeah. Mm. The bluebird, maybe. Um Connor Zary. I believe old. Connor Zary's married already. I don't know if He's you knew that, fellas. Connor, what? Connor Zary. Zari. Is it Zari or Zary? Sure. You yeah. asked me last night. You gotta remember, just Zary. Zary. He's a good kid. He's a rookie. And boy. Whatever we're doing, fellas, I'm along for the ride. You mentioned the captain. I don't see him being country. I don't feel like Huberto is country. I'm not sure about Yegor. Guys, I'm not country. I loved Nashville. You don't have to be country. You have to like having no, a drink listen, just music. Don't, don't pick it apart. We're just fucking around. We're just kind of, right? Well, my point is I think everyone's full throttle. I don't think anyone's saying I'll no. say this, too. There are other options than country right like you could still go out and have one hell of a time and not hear a country tune in nashville it's there are options 
That night at Aldean's, we were there in June. It was like, it was a lot of dance floor. It wasn't a lot of country, to be fair. Like, it was boogie. I think Yegor is is leading the charge. He's not like, so, You know who I think is leading the charge? I can see him with two, two short tumblers with some dark booze in it. Pospisil. Oh, Marty. Oh, yeah. I think Marty Pospisil has got just enough rat in him. You know, he's like, let, yeah. let's go. Camera what's, phones be damned. Let's let's do this thing. What's the bar equivalent of the tinted visor? Like, what's his accessory here? That's <laughs> he's, got some he's got yeah, some sunglasses inside. What's he you doing? Know, assholes on, <laughs> only assholes wear sunglasses inside. So I'm not to say he's an asshole, but he's going to yeah. have some some dark, some some Ryan Waters. Yeah, he's gonna have some Ryan Waters going. I think that's. Uh, I still like this possible. I know. It, now, did he get benched, or was it because of the pe penalty kills there? I know Rick Wall was talking about. I Probably think he both. just kind of got out of the rotation there for a little bit. Well, and that line has been so good for two months. That was not their best game. In fact, that was yeah. probably the only line that really wasn't humming last night. I loved what we saw from the fourth line, and you had the new lines with Manjapani moving back to Coleman and Backlund and Huberto up top. They both had good nights. Um, that's been a rarity and i don't think it's time to to come with the you know bend you over my knee and give you a spank and yeah. you've been bad like it's yeah. it's a rare off night for that line i agree it was it, it's one of those you're watching the game and then you realize part way through i haven't seen much of yeah. the cadre line it's been pretty quiet but because the other lines have been playing pretty well that's uh i guess hey good coaching hey how about this coach these this coaches, coach is, they know uh, what they're doing. They're doing a hell of a job with this ragtag bunch of dummies, aren't they? Well, uh, absolutely. And just like everyone that's ever coached knows, if you have a good goaltender, you're a good coach. That's right. So much that smarter. Yeah. Your decisions are so much really? better. I mean, yeah. God damn that Tuska. Just what a bench he ran last night. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You should see how smart Rick Bonus is right now, fellas. The Jets. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he it's missed amazing. Yeah. At the end last year, the room was in turmoil mm -hmm. is I can't believe he said that. I can't believe is, is bonus wow. even going to be back right now well, Genius. for talk. It maybe, maybe Jack Adams time for the insider hotline, a presentation of TELUS. Enter win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games and awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you need to do is fill out a quick survey to enter for your chance to win, go online and uh, enter in. Tell us.com slash flames contest. Tell us.com slash flames contest. And you could be a winner with Tell us. We go to the insider hotline for Tell us. And there he is, Jamie ah. McLennan. Happy New Year. Merry Happy Christmas Year. and all of that, uh, all that sort of thing. How are we doing? Good. I just set my alarm to wake up to, to chat with you guys. Really? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm in Vancouver. And, you know, enjoyed myself uh, maybe a little bit too much last night after the game. But um, Roxy you know. flew. He's playing Roxy. I didn't go the Roxy. I mean, I'm 52 years old. What, did I, what am I going to do there? Get kicked out. It would be uh, not good. But uh, that was again? a good time. Uh, but it was, uh, yeah, exactly. Kicked out again. Uh, yeah. Carried out of there. But it's more like carried out of there again. I've been fireman carried out of that place before in my my lifetime, but no, it was good. Uh, it wasn't good for the Ottawa Senators last night. I will tell you that. That Again. was when I, I joke when we do color. If the game is ugly, we we instead of breaking the game down, you just turn into a podcast 
podcast mode. You just start talking about anything, life in general, uh, you know, big picture stuff. It was five Cobb 17 minutes into the game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just went on the talk back to our producer, Sam. I go, cue the podcast. And we were, you know, you're talking away. Now, Ottawa made it. They came out at least hard on the second, made it to 5-3. And I don't know if you saw the sixth goal against Corpusalo, who had replaced Forsberg. But they mm-hmm. make it 5-3. They've got about two and a half minutes left. They're going to pull the goalie. And Pia Suter comes in and just flicks it towards the net. And it was one of those Vesa Toscala goals that had bounced mm-hmm. in front of him and went like glove. And I, my heart hurt for the goaltender. I was like, God, like, you know, that was just a dagger at that point. But Ottawa was out to lunch early. Vancouver was uh, amazing. And they deserved uh, the win. And because I think Vancouver was pissed they lost to, you know, Philly on December 28th. So they had been waiting. But, you know, before that, I had watched the gritty, gutty Flames pull out a nice win. And I heard you guys talking before you brought, brought me on. You're 100% right. The league, and I've said this before, the league should just be called goalie. You got a good one, yeah. and everybody's a everybody's a genius. And if you don't have good goaltending, which Anton Forsberg allows four goals on 13 shots, you get the gate, everybody's an idiot. And, and you start, everybody shines a light on it. So, you know, Markstrom's given the Flames that type of goaltending. Uh, yes, Huska has been good, though. And we do see life in Jonathan Huberto a little bit, which is, you know, interesting for me. Yeah. We're not sure whether this is like, uh, are, are we, should we really be giving a guy flowers when he's had an 18 game goalless drought and we had no points in December until Christoph, New Year's Eve. Christoph Olawa also scored at one point. Right. Yeah, or right. is it like, Hey, he's turned it around. Cause we've kind of had a few of these games this year where it's like, Hey, he's turned it around and then Noodles. it's like another 18 games. Line, it's a tough room. It's a tough room for, for yeah, Huber. No, right. We're going to need a little bit more. <laughs> it's when you make 10.5 million, like you're expected to do this. Like they're, exactly. you're, and you're expect, we've talked about it, you know, week after week, like we talk about Huberto every week, it's you're expected to make, be good yourself and make everybody around you good when you're a $10.5 million player. But for me, I I would much rather be talking, at least he scored, at least he's got an assist here. Like he's visible because I don't know how many times he's been invisible where you're like, okay, didn't see him tonight. Didn't, you know, the, 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 the coach is trying to find a spot for him, moving him around, all of that. You're right. I What is it? Glass half empty, half full, but, but at least the team is winning. And I think they feel pretty comfortable. right. Pinder, now. Pinder made good point last night on Afterburner about the fact that every team in the league, like Minnesota was stood out because they buried those two or bought those two contracts out. It was 15 million amongst the two yeah, of them, 14.7 right? this year. And then last night they had a bunch of injuries. They had half their salary cap out of, of the, the lineup. lineup. Yes. Less than they had less than 42 million on the roster out of the yeah. 83 and a half you get. It was like less than half their cap was just rotting or buyouts or yeah. dead. So or every hurt. team deals with money that isn't well spent. And if Huberto can put up a few points, at least you're getting something out of it. So it's, it, it is better to see him score. It is better to have an assist. It is better to, it, it actually looked like he was smiling and loose again a little bit last night after scoring, which I think is a positive sign. And if you're going to get a little bit out of him, at least it's something because dead money yeah. is. Well, let me ask you this. 
and I, I should know this, but Pinder, you'd probably know it because you yeah. know the numbers and stuff, but has he had a stretch where it's like this guy's had 12 points in 13 games type of like, has there been a, Not that a long, stretch? No. Yeah, there hasn't been he a stretch. Seven, I thought he had seven points in five games to start the season last year or something like that. Like he came out Maybe. of the gates decent. But that, like, you know, McJesus does it. He's McJesus is going to win the, the Art Ross. You know, like you just expect certain guys to just go, okay, yeah, they're a tough start or here. And then now, now they got it. Okay. But when I think of Huberto, I don't know if I can think of a, a time where it's like, you know, you flick on the Calgary Flames page and it's like Huberto on fire, you know, 12, you know, 12 points in his yeah. last seven games, Calgary, you know, won five in a row led by Jonathan Huberto. Like that's never been the case. Correct. No, no, not even. There's right. no. There's not even been a signature Huberto game in my mind where it's like, wow, he went off like he single handed. Like we're talking about probably 120 games now as a flame. Right. That's that's you know that's where the glass half empty. You know, is is you're you're going okay, yeah. Like we want the points, we want that, but we haven't seen like the statement game. We haven't seen where it's like, hey, they needed a big play. Mm-hmm. For a game tying goal, do you remember that play? You remember that, you know, like you've never even clamored to have him on the ice in those situations. No, even in the shootout, people are getting mad when he's out there. Like, and he was and, four for seven last year, I think. And he's earned it. It's hard not, it's hard. You want him to do better and you want him, but it's like Pinder said, he's 120 games in. The situations have been available to him to make a statement and to put up a point when it's important. He's not done it. And so I think it's a long way from. Uh, where you're going to rely on him to be a point, point producer. You, you hope well, not to change the lines. You, you, you just mentioned like the fans get frustrated, guaranteed every time he's out there or they lose, um, you know, he trends on Twitter because people are like, Oh my God, here's dead money, dead weight. You name it. Is there anything that he can do? Because it's like the uh, fan base has made their decision. What can he do? If at anything at all, where he puts himself on the right side of, you know, he's won the fan base back over. I, it, that's going to be a long, hard road. But I still believe the, it, it, we said it about, oh my God, the defenseman. Uh, Which team? The, the baggage handler. Uh, oh, Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton, when he came here, he was playing 14 <laughs> minutes. Right, well, he was there all the time carrying his bags. That's his joke. Freddie was the baggage handler. Freddie was, yeah, the brother was. Here. Freddie was he was always there, was driving him around. Yeah, oh, didn't even yeah. play one year. He's just there, just dormant. Yeah. yeah, but my point being, anyway, long, kind of beating around the bush here. He needs to play every other shift. If if the coach and the coach isn't in a position to do it because they're too close and they're playing too well, but really the way you're going to get Huberto out of it, and you've seen guys noodles, yeah. Play him other, every other shift. You don't have time to sit and think about anything. Go, go, yeah, go, go, go. go. That That's the only way. Li- and he needs five. He needs two weeks of that. Not one Does that day. have its limit, though, Retro? Because at what point do you risk pissing other guys off on the bench? He's Huberto has to respond to it, at least in a certain way, right? If you're going to give him oh. 22 minutes a night, then he's at least got to give you something because that's yeah. coming at the expense of somebody else who probably will deserve it more. At some point, the players are going to turn and be like, I know what you're doing, but Christ, yeah, this guy's point, killing us. But too bad. It's the NHL and I'm the coach and I get to decide. 
Yeah, and I, I think it's important also that, like, we were talking about, what, a 22-year-old Dougie Hamilton, 21? Yes. Um, we're talking about a guy that's, what, 30 here? Um, but you're at, Noodles is asking how you get him out of it. That's the way. Yeah. That's the only way. And if yeah. he doesn't oh, respond, and, you put him in the fucking rafters. Yeah. And to your point, like, it's there, there probably isn't a way that you get the guy back that you thought you were getting. But, you know, if there is a way, that's probably one of the only cards they haven't really played. And I think, yeah. just I'll just give my final thought on it. I don't think he's ever going to be the guy that is bringing you out of your seat with wow type plays. I just think he'll be a guy that, like you say, you look at, oh, geez, he's got six points his last five games. Well, that, that's been better. I don't think he's ever going to be electrifying fans or being the talk of the league. His production may just improve to a point where you're like, oh, okay, it's not as bad as it was. But he's not, people aren't rushing to get Huberto jerseys on their back. Right. That's, it's, it's fair. He's not, you know, in watching him now, like he is, he's not a guy that, either wows you with the speed, wows you with these, you know, ridiculous high skill plays, you know, if anything, sometimes, you know, less is more. And he's a guy, when I see him, I, I use the phrase like empty calorie plays. You want to, you're trying something, you hey, I want to, want to make it look good, but it doesn't, it doesn't flash. All it does is piss people off. You're like, why the hell did you try that 25 foot pass through four sets of people that gets picked off and they go the other way and now you're trapped and, and you give up a chance. Like I get guys trying to be creative, but you also have to understand where you are in your career, where you are as a player and what you can get away with. And it's just interesting now, you know, I've been on fields like I've been on the road for weeks cause I've, it's, you know, I've been with Ottawa for quite a stretch and I'm seeing every night, different players. And like, God, I forgot how good Pedersen is. I forgot, you know, Nathan McKinnon could be a Hart Trophy winner today, but we just kind of, ah, oh, that's, they've won a cup a couple of years ago. They, they, they're that good. You know, watching these guys command, to your point, Boomer, command a game, you're like, yeah. God, like, I do, you're right. I don't know if Huberto will ever command a game, but he'll no. just be, he should be a damn good player to help somebody else command a game. That's the thing. And, and, you know, like a JT Miller, you know, JT Miller yeah. is a really good, supportive player to top tier guys. And, and, you know, I just don't see Huberto doing that right now, but I want him, I don't know, maybe I've got a soft spot for him. I want to give him a little bit more here. If, if he can go on a bit. I don't, a, I, I don't have a soft spot for him. I got a soft spot for the organization and the organization is going to, it's, it's going to hurt him in the long run. If he can't put up 50, 60 points a year, like he I, had I'm the biggest drop in NHL history last year, fellas, he went from 115 to 55. He's on pace for less than 40 this year. I would like, take 55. I would really oh, be God, excited. Take it to right now. Like it's well off off last year's pace. points. If they said right now, end of the season, Jonathan Huberto is 55 points. You'd, you would sign that Dang deal it. right now. Mm -hmm. right yeah. Now. Cause he'd be more than a half point per game. He's nowhere near that now. Or I mean, he, I guess he's right around that. But, but you remember it's... if you're going to be okay with it, then you can't bitch about it. Right? I don't yeah, bitch about him. I don't. I, yeah. I don't bitch I about him because I've thrown in the towel on him. Yeah, I'm I'm because I looked I looked just a couple minutes ago. He had 15 goals and 55 points. That feels far and away better than what we watched yep. on a, on a given night, right? 15. He's on pace for less than 40. Uh, so it's worse uh, because we're, we're yeah, like beat up on him. No, you're right. You're not here to kick him in the junk. And and Red, I'm like you. I've got a soft spot for the organization and you know people in it. I love Connie. First, you know, first year on the job, like you know, everything involved, but you know, I came back to it and I even thought about it this morning. Like when, what is Connie going to do? 
Like if they keep kind of chipping away in that and say they're in that playoffs spot in that, what's he doing still with Lindholm, with Hannafin, with, you know, um, Hannah. I, Hannah, I, I, like, yeah. like you well, still if you want, if you want my list, players. if you, if you want my list, Tanev has to go just because of his age and his risk of injury. Like we lost the door off. And I, I said last night, I, I, he was a good enough player, but I haven't noticed that he's not out there. And I think if Tanev, even if you're, first of all, I don't think they make a playoffs. Pinder, can you pull up the odds on that? Like there's got to be Vegas odds somewhere that they have to play the, like at a 650 clip for a team that's 500. The rest yeah, of the like way. they're 500 and they got, it. they got so many teams in between them and a playoff spot. It's, it's, it's quite a road to try yeah, to get to the, the road. Doesn't seem like they're losing. No. Like they're, no. You know, the other thing too, guys, like, we talk about, geez, like they're in this mucky middle. There's six teams worse than the Flames. That's it. There's only six teams that aren't 500. Yeah. Like you could be picking seventh tomorrow but, if it's the draft. Let's like keep in context where we're at here. Okay. So yeah. I think you make all those moves regardless of how close you are to the playoffs. But the only one that's interesting, and again, I'm going back to what Pinder and I talked about last night. I think we've discussed it, but I think it's important because it's what we led with. The goalie. He's on fire right now. He would... There's teams out there that would absolutely die to get him. No, like, or am I crazy? Especially no. if you need a couple million bucks on the contract. But, but it's just what you said. Do you want you yeah. Corpusalo and the other guy in Ottawa? Or like, you're going to put yourself in that position. Buffalo is the is the exact is exactly what you would have. You'd have that situation if you trade Markstrom and you're the Flames. You're going to have a young kid that it, yeah. Wolf's probably further ahead than Levi, but there's no backbone to that, the, the goaltending tandem. And it, so are, do you risk it, uh, getting rid of a guy and putting in a guy that's not ready? Or do you just ride it out? Let that that go, that number one goaltender play, uh, bring the other kid in, let him have somebody to learn from? Like, but Sure, the returns would be good, but is it smart to move him? I Where think, go? well, Right now, you could get a king's ransom for Jacob Markstrom from a couple different organizations if you can make the money work. Right, like if you if you bet two million and made him a four million dollar goalie, and yeah. that organization would have him for three playoff runs technically Ooh. this year and two more. Man, you could get a, a king's ransom for him because there are teams. I you know, Edmonton I think needs somebody to play with Skinner. They they. I don't think they'd be chasing him, but like, like tree in Toronto, New Jersey, Carolina, like some of these teams need a top tier stability goaltender, like Colorado, Georgiev. I don't know if they trust him. I, and, and, you know, the guy behind him is, is, is barely, you know, a two. So I, I yeah. think there's organizations that would pay a King's ransom if you can make it work. The only guy out of that whole list that is interesting for me is is Hannafin. Because Hannafin is what 26? He's like, the youngest even if you're in a yeah. rebuild, even if you're in a rebuild, like he'd still he he could skate like the wind. So like maybe he's a guy that you keep and everybody else you can move on from because Hannafin, you do need players and you still need pieces to kind of build around with younger guys. And it's, he's not Tanev. He's not 33, you know, like, and he's, and he can play top minutes in all different situations. We'll see what the price would be if they did something like that. But I, 
I he's a guy that would be interesting for me because he's in that tweener. Everybody else, I think you can make the decision on and a hard decision and go, yeah, we got to get what we can for these players. Do, do you do, with what's going on in Vancouver and Philly specifically for me, and the way they've turned it around like that? No one was picking those teams to be where they are. Right, like they're they're still supposed to be bottom of the barrel. Does that change? Because, like you say, rebuild. They're not well. They're not allowed to use that word around here. No. Okay. Whatever. But if you can flip it over, like you watch those teams and, and they turn some stuff over, and all of a sudden they're they're right back in it. Yeah, I, I mean, Vancouver is the outlier for me because I call it the spine of the team. The spine of the team has always it's been there. Now they've arrived as like legit superstars and healthy. Like I'm watching Demko for fun, just make saves last night. Quinn Hughes is dancing, walking the line. You know, I talked about Pedersen. Like they've got, they got three lines deep. That third line for Vancouver, that Dakota Joshua, like they've got big bodies, got some bite to them. Like that team, like looks like a serious team. And then you, you, I spent a little time with Rick Tockett. And, you know, talks a guy who pushes them. And I think he pushes them with honesty. So I look at that. You're right. Like, I would come back to Calgary, okay, and say, what's the, what's the spine look like? And what do they look like when, when they're at the top of their game? And if you move players out, are you bringing in younger players right away? Or are those draft picks? Um, Philly, that's coach. Like, that's, that's Tortorella demanding a standard and saying, now, keep in mind, last year, Kevin Hayes was the lead, leading star, scorer. He's like, you're sitting in the stands because I don't like what I'm seeing out of you. You know, like there's certain things where I think Torts was able to assess and then go, I'm getting rid of the guys that aren't going to play, be able to play Torts' hockey, and then I'm going to have the young guys and I'm going to push them. You know, Philly is a team that would be more you, – you're looking at Calgary's model. That's what Philly would look like. like Calgary looked like Philly more than Vancouver based on the talent level. I, I you know, I point out Vancouver's got superstar level at every yeah. position where yeah. I, you know, do they have superstar level in Calgary at every position? No, they don't have a Quinn Hughes. They don't have an Elias Pettersson. They don't have a Besser. They don't have a JT Miller. They do have a goalie, but yeah. like they, they don't have star play skaters. The, the Canucks have always had them. They just were so bad surrounding them with talent and wasting money against the cap and then Demko gets hurt, and they look awful last year. Well, this uh, goes into the, the age-old question of how do you – you don't win without those star players. Markstrom's been a star. So yeah. I'll, I'll – because he was terrible last year, and this year he's he's great. Yeah. He's 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 been huge for them. How do you get those star players? You have to move guys or get draft picks or draft finish five. at the bottom, right? Like you don't, you don't get stars just because. Well, so who would be – Right now, who's the Flames' number one goal or number one defenseman? Anderson. So it's Rasmus Anderson. They okay. kind of have three twos in my mind, where you could say exactly. Hannafin's a two, you could say Uyghur's a two, you could say Anderson's a two. Like, but they none of them are like ace number one, run a power play, put up a point of game D men. Not that those are easy to get, but they're none of them are Quinn Hughes, right? But you look, you're, yeah, you look around the league, and you know top tier teams have somebody that like is either. Your number one, they're paying like a one, or is you know somebody who you believe can be a one. Like Toronto, I think has this problem. Like Morgan Riley's a really good player, but he's not a superstar, right? And then it really drops off. TJ Brody, you guys know Brody's awesome guy. 
but he's, you know, he's just a complimentary guy, just not a point producer. You know, I, I look at these teams that want to be serious and you have to have for, in my mind, a, a rock star back there or somebody who can command that ice time. Um, you know, I, I think Ottawa, Jake Sanderson has a chance. Like Jake Sanderson for me is going to be a superstar and he's still, he's learning on the job right now. He's 21, but I, I look at teams. So, you know, I'm looking at it. So if that's why I said, I think Hannafin is a guy that, you know, if, if Calgary was going to do something, you'd maybe keep him, but who is the guy? Who's the next guy? You, you, like you said, what do you do? You got to draft and develop these guys. Cause you're not, mm-hmm. there's no number one defenseman, just a team going, we got to get rid of this guy. Like you're, where do you get number one defenseman? Like who's available? Well, Sam and number one centers and they don't have one here. Like they haven't had one in ages. Like we're, we're learning Elias that home's a really nice number two that, if he's not given stars on the wings, he's not a, he's not number one center. Right, right. Same thing. And it's the draft. That's why we're we're all clamoring for a reset. And it's like, yeah, of course you could keep Markstrom, but God, you'd help two things if you moved him. You'd get a pile of assets, and there's no way you don't finish lower in the standings if you moved them. But I just like you've said it a million times, Noodles. Like, can Connie sell that to the owner right now? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, like. We're not privy to the behind the curtain conversations of what the mandate is from ownership, you know, right down. So, you know, if the mandate is, hey, I'd like to try and get playoff dates because that that, you know, makes the machine make us some money, all of that type of stuff, then then that changes your your outlook. But you don't you know, we all know some teams just don't have autonomy. The manager doesn't have autonomy. You've got to manage up and manage down. Uh, I don't know what the dynamic is in Calgary, but I would imagine, you know, we all know Murray Edwards is a, a passionate owner. So I'm sure he's got some mandates that we're not aware of. So, you know, we can talk until we're blue in the face about things they probably should do, maybe even stuff that Connie wants to do, but he also has to be realistic as to, Hey, you know what I've got, I still have to answer to to people that sign my check a um, little different and different teams that are either owned by corporation or just have maybe a different outlook. You know, Edmonton, up the road, prime example, Daryl Cates is a guy that, you know, seems to be very volatile. We'll call it that. Like he just, you know, make decisions, bring in guys, guys go out, pay to do this, pay to do that. Whereas in Toronto, for example, MLSE, that's the, you got to answer to a board. So Brendan Shanahan has to take stuff to a board, not just a single owner. And, you know, they've bought themselves out of so many situations to the point where we have that joke, Roboda Island, like all of a sudden a mm-hmm. guy just disappears. And, uh, you know, John Klingberg, Roboda Island, Matt Murray, Roboda Island. Like, you know, the list is the island's full, but they just, you know, they can they're able to do it because they can buy themselves out of it. I don't know if Calgary has that situation. You're muted there, Dino. Hey, hey, Dean. He's Dean, you're pulling a ret. You're pulling a ret. You Dude, muted me. yourself. Sorry, I had some I had some phlegm <laughs> going. Screaming. Um, Rick Tockett, you mentioned you had a chat with him there. I wonder if there's some teams thinking, shit, this guy was on the sidelines for a while. We could have we could have used the guy that commands respect and is now getting the most out of his players. What was it like catching up with Tockett? Just exactly what you'd you know, you'd think like he's a, he's an amazing person. So I've, you know, got to know him a little bit in the media and stuff. And obviously, 
you know, you cross paths with guys, you have good chats. We have a lot of friends in common type of thing. So you, you sit with a coach and you get their outlook. And it's funny, like, as you go down after the game to have a chat, I um, can't remember who I was with, but they were like, oh, talk won't be happy about, you know, them giving up three goals. And then, you know, and I'm like, hey, you won. And you, you'd won the game in the first 17 minutes. And he was like, ah, oh, you know what? I still want more out of this. You can't lose a draw in here. You got to, and that's coaches. They're always coaching. They're always on. But it was awesome because you're right. Like I say this all the time and I know the league is different, but look at the teams that kind of have a coach that is hardened. Uh, but shows respect, but but brings honesty. You know, I think of Bruce Cassidy. You know, I, I think of Peter DeBoer. Uh, Peter Laviolette was available. And Chris Drury goes, that guy is going to help change my team or at least stiffen them up a little bit. And I still believe in, you know, Daryl last year didn't have a great year. Two years ago, he was coach of the year. So he didn't yeah. forget how to coach overnight, but things, you know, your expiration date, all of that type of stuff. I think we've talked about, I didn't think Daryl had a good season last year. I think some of the decisions, some of the things he did, uh, unfortunately led to his demise, but I still believe in coaches that are stiffer that have, you know, believe in accountability. Um, I don't like it sometimes where you feel like the inmates are running the asylum and that's, you know, we see that in a lot of different teams, but I look at talks team and the one thing in watching them live. And I, I got them uh, out in Ottawa as well is when you, when you see them, their players compete on pucks. So it does, I think there's some non-negotiable things for talk where it's like, I don't care if you're a super skilled guy or a guy that's expected to be more physical, they play a certain style in a certain way. And I think that comes right from him going, you want to play for me? This is how you have to play. I'm going to give you the freedom to do things. But I watch Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes competes on pucks. He's not big. He's not going to run anybody over. But I think I think talk has a way where it's like you, you still can win that loose puck battle. You got to stick your nose in there. And it's kind of non-negotiable. That's the one thing I've noticed about that team and kind of his mantra and I think quietly, they've kind of put together an unbelievable staff. Like Adam Foote's there. That guy's an unbelievable, not only unbelievable person, but he was a hell of a player with so much experience. Sergey Gonchar is there. Like they've got some guys where it's like, if you're a player and actually believe, I, I don't know how you guys feel, but like there's some players I don't know if they would know who Sergey Gonchar is. And there's other players that'd be like, God, that guy was an unbelievable player. It just depends on, you know, some of these 19, 20 year olds, they, they're not historians. They wouldn't know, you know, uh, if they were unbelievable players or not. But having those guys around, you can see it's kind of like seeped into that team. And if you I'm sure if you ask Quinn Hughes in a candid moment, have you learned stuff about positioning and from what to do and how to handle such situations? And Foot's not talking to Quinn Hughes about curling dragging on the blue line, but I guarantee you talking about body position and being cagey in certain situations. Same thing with Gonchar. So they've done a hell of a job there, the staff, I think. And, you know, talks a guy amazing to chat with and, and just get some insight from him. Wasn't it funny, last year, like, Rhett, you were talking, sorry, Ryan, you were talking to your kids about Rob Blake and it was just a blank want, screen. No one had any friggin' idea who Rob yeah, Blake the, was. The, who the are Robin Blake? The boys were downstairs getting a donut or something, and Blakey was down there, and I went. I went down. I 
randomly was walking. Oh, hey. And I talked to him. And I'm, so then we had practice right after that. And I said to the kid, I said, who, who was that guy? Do you guys know who I was talking to? And they're like, just blanks. No, no, I don't know. Which it's, I didn't, ex- I didn't really, but I didn't expect them to recognize maybe. Right. Like, I'm like, well, maybe they won't recognize him. But when I say his name, the, oh, well, I said it's Rob Blake. Yeah. Well, at least they, they know there. the name. <laughs> See, that's, that's what kind of, you know, hurts my heart where it's like you, you know, you see guys like my kid, my son's sick. So he doesn't understand anything. You know, we've been on a cruise with Jerome McGinley. He has no idea Jerome McGinley was one of the greatest players of all time. He's like, yeah, that's Tease's dad. You know, I'm like, yeah, Tease's dad is, you know, is yelling at noodles and making fun of him. I'm like, yeah, that's what he does. But, you know, he doesn't understand he's too young. But I, I'm i around some of these young players, and I just, you know, you see somebody who played a long time, Eddie Olchek walks in, and, you know, you're like, Eddie had a great career, great person in that. And you just wonder, does a 21-year-old Tim Stutzler who grew up in Germany and that, like, you know, unless he's a historian, probably wouldn't know Eddie Olchek's body of work or how great of a player he was. It's stuff like that. That's, that's what kind of like hurts my heart. It shows me that I'm getting old. And then secondly, some of these guys are just like, Hey, I was a, I was a highly skilled kid. I just, my, my idol was Austin Matthews, you know, or whoever. I, I I go back to like, I always considered myself uh, not a historian, but, respectful of the veteran guys yes but when we were in calgary mike rogers yeah. i had no idea i had no idea somebody said oh it's mike rogers played for the rangers and i'm like yeah. oh right on right you always feel like you're fourth respectful. liner maybe yeah. i had no effing idea at 100 points but like score. 50 goals <laughs> yeah well part of the problem there is he spent a lot of time in the wha and that's kind of like all that history has been erased the nhl wants nothing to do with it. it's too bad yeah but you're right you know what i he was around, and I think we all always treated him with respect. But until you dug in and go, man, that guy was a really good player. I, I joke. Uh, I remember Chris Pronger telling me this story when he was in Philadelphia. Joey Mullen was running the power play, and they had a bunch of young kids there. It was Carter and his Richards and his Giroux, and Joey's like, kind of like laying stuff out, and and. Prong said you could see these young kids kind of like, nah, you know, I know what I'm doing here, old timer. Like, and Prongs told me he had to pull them aside and go, you know, that guy scored 600 goals in the NHL. And they were like perplexed. No. And they're like, and Prongs had to tell him like that was, that guy was that good of a player. You should listen to what he has to say, but it, it, it just speaks to like that generation gap. And then how you grew up, like what, what hockey environment you grew up where, you know, you wouldn't know like the, exactly the Mike Rogers, you know, we roll in, we're flames players. We think we're, you know, heroes because we're hanging out at 628 Madison after Cowboys and enjoying ourselves. And, and, and Mike Rogers been there, done that. And, you know, I, I, I look back on that and I would hope that he would think that we've treated with respect, but now you make me think like maybe there was a night where I'm looking at like, why the hell is this guy talking about me? And I was a pigeon well, back goaltender. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. And, you know, another guy who was in that vein that was around the rink a lot back then, and it would be younger media people, be like, so Charlie Simmer, did he play? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. played. Have you heard of the yeah. triple crown line? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, he played. And I will say this. I knew, like, Charlie was 
Charlie was so engaging. Like he was, I wanted to hear what he had to say. Like Charlie was like, he wanted to be one of the boys. Like he was right in there. Like I, I, he was different. Mike Rogers kind of came around and I think he was respectful, but just kind of did his thing. Whereas like Charlie was like, right, right in the scrum with us. Like I, I just, I, I enjoyed it. And of course I knew who he was. So I just, I loved telling stories with him and just have, he would have a coffee and just BSing with him. He was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. Really quick. Sorry. No, like I just, you mentioned all these guys in Vancouver and I think it's gone from an organization that looked like one that was completely upside down with shitty culture to one that looks really well organized all of a sudden. And the owner hasn't changed. And I think the owner's a big issue, but quietly, is this the Sedin's putting stuff in place? Cause like Jim Benning ran a shit show there. Like there was a lot of dumb decisions. Yeah. I think Patrick Alvin deserves a lot of, uh, you know, kind of wouldn't wouldn't the Sedin's a push for him though? Like if we're tracing that back, Swedish guy. There's a couple different things that come to mind because you're right. There was it was a noisy organization. You know, you they they had the Rachel Dory. You know, you had some stuff that that you know it was it was bad PR. Whatever what was going on, and and you're like oh. But I look at it and I think Rutherford has added stability. But then what he did was he had some great hires at Alvin. He had Emily Castanier. He had, uh, and then the Sedins come back and, you know, you just provide layers of like really good people, you know, Cami Granados there. Um, they've got some really good hockey people, hockey minds. And then I talked about the coaching staff. So what they've continued to do is just add layers of good people. And I'll, I'll bring it back to, you know, recently Dave Poulin just left TSN and joined uh, Ottawa. Pooley, I don't know if you know him. He's an unbelievable human. You know, talk about a guy if you didn't dig into the history. This guy won the Selkie. He was a captain at 23. He's been in all situations, been to the Stanley Cup final a bunch of times. And all, they, all Ottawa's doing is adding some layers of good people and adding resources. Uh, you bring Alfie back. You know, Steve Stales is now the manager there. They're providing some stability. And Michael Anlauer spoke at his presser the other day and he said, I bought this organization a hundred days ago. So he said, I've done my hundred day evaluation. And he goes, we want stability there. I had a chat with Steve Stales yesterday. Um, you know, I, I don't think they're done. I think they're in stage three of 10 stages because they're looking at every facet of that organization and either turning it over or adding like beefing it up. So coming back to Vancouver, I think that that's what they've done is they, Rutherford came in and identified, we need some stability. We need to do some things. I'm going to do a mass hire. I'm going to hire some good people, bring in layers, and then bring in, beef up the situation, you know, the areas where they felt they needed help. So all of a sudden you blink and yes, you need, you got health of the star players, but you also have some stability there within the organization of like a lot of good people that probably have their, their hand up in these meetings by committee going, we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to bring in this situation. And you're right. I think the Sedin effect is massive there because those guys are smart hockey guys and they're classy. And that's, you know, I, I keep coming back to it. There's a lot of great hockey people or great people in this game. And there are certain people I believe that should be in these situations to help the trickle down of an organization. Sorry, Noodles. I'm just great stuff today as always um i'm just so parched i just need to uh oh look at that what what 
the cove. The best, oh, isn't it? Is that what? Oh, is that what you were drinking? That? Uh, no, I'm drinking Fresca right mm. now. I'm in a hotel that I had to. <laughs> it's a. It's a. The last thing as I walked through the hotel gift shop at three thirty in the morning, I grabbed like a cup of pop and a power bar just to wake up. Cove is everywhere. I love the cove. I don't know anything about it, but we, we talked about it with you. And then all of a sudden, some Cove soda they showed us up. like at, six flats. <laughs> they showed up at no the studio. So they saw the you show, buddy. It is the best. I'm telling you, I, I love them. They're so good. And apparently, if you do your pop research, which I, you shouldn't because it, but it's like a little bit better for you than the regular pop. Put it that way. If you're going to be a pop billion person, CFU probiotics, I don't know what that oh, means, a but a billion's a lot. That's a one lot. billion. Yeah. My point is, is drink Cove if you want to drink pop because they love it. And I would be drinking a Cove right now, either an orange, lime, or a grape, if I was at home. And my son, who I don't want him to drink a bunch of pop, would be begging me for a sip because mm -hmm. he loves it that much. Ooh, this but, is some shameless, shameless plugs it's, here. Yeah, Holy yeah. guys just fishing for free sodas. So <laughs> I, I really quick. I buy that thing from Costco once a week. I don't need free stuff, <laughs> but I'm just telling you the goods. It's the goods. Are you here next week, Noodles? Because Ottawa's here on the ninth. It's the, yes, it's a one-game homestand yes, for the Flames. I'm, You'll uh, be here. That's a Tuesday. I am. I'm going from Vancouver to Seattle today. Call the game tomorrow. And then we don't – our property doesn't have – the Ottawa Edmonton game. That's a sports net property. So, but right. I am going to go to Edmonton just to see family and catch up with big Strudwick and a few buddies. And then I'm going to fly down to Calgary, I think on the Sunday or Monday morning and call the game Tuesday. Yes. So I, I'm, I'm in Calgary, I think Sunday or you know Monday, Tuesday type of thing, but I have to fly back Wednesday morning. So if you guys want to, we want to Tuesday next week. If you want to do Tuesday, studio. let's do Tuesday. We can do sure. it. Like, like a boom out of his house, even. Hmm? It's hard to say. I got all this Cove soda here. It might just keep me at home. Yeah, hard to say. Nice cold Cove, Cove soda. You got to stay right. at home. Protect right. it with your life. I, yeah. Before we let you go, we were at the very start, we were talking because the Flames were in Nashville. They played the Predators tomorrow night. It's playing guilty and that. Do you think... Again, we're old farts talking about this. Do you think kids today would be excited to get to Nashville to go out on Broadway and go to the go to the bars, or is it kind of not like it used to be? I think there is a layer of guys that are go. I'm going to go take a peek, and you don't have to. It doesn't have to be two o'clock in the morning, but you can go for dinner and you can go listen listen live music and have you know nightcap, have a beer, and just see what Nashville's all about. And, you know, the, the best thing is if you were on a road trip and you're staying over, that's the, yeah, you dangle the carrot. You go, guys, like, let's go have a great effort here and we'll meet at Tootsie's afterwards and have a drink as a group and whatever. And if your group is tight and you enjoy that, I, I think there are guys who do that, but they, they, they hide in plain sight. Because I've gone out a few times and seen players at a bar, or seen players, but it's like, you know, it's not camera phones and stuff like that because in Nashville, nobody cares. And and they're not, you know, household faces. You know, they it if it, you only stand out if you're a mutant or you're, you know, a small guy or something, if you if you don't just kind of blend in. And and 
these guys aren't wearing a suit to the bar like we used to try and draw some attention. It's like, oh, yeah, what do you do for a living? Oh, I just came from the game, you know, all of that. Like, you don't do that anymore. These guys will go and they're wearing track suits or whatever you wear uh, to the bar and and a hat. And, and they're all like, they all look like college kids anyways nowadays. So I, I would hope that they get to at least, if you love live music, go. Because I... I wasn't taken up. The one thing that TSN's good with me is they have not taken me off of the Nashville trip every time Ottawa goes there. We're going there in February, and I, even though my voice struggles usually the day of the game, I, uh, you know, I enjoy myself. I sit with a bucket of beer, and I will sit at Legends for 8, 10, 12 hours, whatever's needed. Whatever type of shift is needed, I will be there. Yeah. What determines – so when you say what's needed, how do you know when you've accomplished and you've hit the, He's the got target? A sixth sense, Dean. You just know. Well, you've been there. Yeah, my longest shift, which was one early, I wouldn't say early in my career because I was thirty. I think I was playing for the Minnesota Wild and went down to Nashville, and we practiced. And I walking back from the rink, I just popped in at Legends, and it was about eleven thirty in the morning. And then at two o'clock in the morning, after I'd had three meals there, they said, "You got to go." And I said, okay, I'm leaving. I'm leaving now. And the meals weren't great because there was nachos in a microwave and there was, you know, all sorts of things we were bringing in. This was before Uber Eats, so we weren't bringing Uber Eats in or anything. But that was the longest shift in Nashville for me was 1130 in the morning till about 2.30 a.m. And then finally our ladies like you get. And there were guys coming and going because I put in the longest shift I felt like because I love live music. But there were guys that you know, popped in for a beer and then went and had dinner and then came back, went and had lunch, went and watched a movie. And for some reason, I just enjoyed the, the set list. It was really fun. Is that in your contract with TSN that all Nashville road trips, the three I meal think, plan, do you expense all three meals? At, no, uh, it's, it's, it, you know what? My bosses are great. It's kind of a handshake deal. It's like, just give me Nashville. I promise I'll be on my best behavior. And even my wife goes, just go have a good time. Like I'll FaceTime her. I'm like, look at this band. They're singing chicken fried for the seventh time. And you know, it's stuff like that. I enjoy it. It's, it's so much fun. I love live music. I, as you guys know, if I, if I never could have played hockey, I would have loved to have been a rock star. That would have been, and every rock star wants to be a hockey player. You're a rock star, buddy. Wow. You're a rock star. Absolutely. In my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of yourself, buddy. Look, uh, hopefully see you in a week or so. That'd be great. Absolutely. We'll see you next week, guys. Have a good one. Right on. Thanks, Noodles. There he is, Jamie McLennan, joining us on the Insider Hotline, a presentation of TELUS. They are using world-leading technology to drive meaningful change, from transforming healthcare and making the food supply more sustainable to reducing our environmental footprint, connecting Canadians in need. In 2022 alone, now it's 2024, but... 1.4 million hours among team members and uh, retirees, and then $125 million to local charities and communities. The most giving company in the world. It's TELUS. Learn more at telus.com slash gives back. Noodles. Jim. There's only one. Good guy. That would be, uh, and, and he's not lying. That would be the 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. shift. It can be done. It can he's, be done. He's more than capable. Just that one, we're going to just go see one set at 11 a.m. Just one. Yeah. You do have, you, the one thing that some guys would struggle with though is the pacing. Because there needs to be some pacing. Because there might be a time where you want to put the foot down on the pedal a little bit. 
makes it harder to get to 2 a.m. It's the shots that get you there. They're like three He's ounces. a professional, Dean. He knows what he's doing. He's... Easy way through. Have you ever had uh, nachos out of the microwave? Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds delicious. Uh, Layers of good people in the organization, Rhett, hey? Only you just kept your nose a little cleaner. All kinds right. of jobs. That's right. You and noodles. Layers. Layers. Coming up, uh, today is already Wednesday. You know what? We'll start it next week. Another gift package, another prize pack from our buddies over at the Hearing Loss Clinic. Last week, or I guess right before Christmas, we had the, uh, the Stampeder package. Little Reggie Bagleton autographed jersey and football. That has been awarded online. And coming up next week, we have got a Flames prize pack that will be given away. Autographed stuff, you know. It's what we do. We'll have that for you, courtesy of the Hearing Loss Clinic. And they have a new location. Uh, my my sources are telling me February. It's oh. going to be January now. Going to be February, but yet another great location, making things even more convenient for you to go and get that hearing loss checked. Visiting with people over the holidays. Of course, I've been talking about it. I've gone to the clinic. I'm a customer. I have, I'm using the stuff, and it's making a big difference for me. People so hey, so tell me about the people are coming around. People are coming around. It's going to be, uh, and I, I, I said it in that one thing. People are wearing stuff in their ears. They got headphones on all the time. No one looks twice at you anymore. Nope. That's uh, it's going to be the new uh, the new way. It's going to be the new eyeglasses. It's going to be going to be even cooler than it already is. Hearingloss.ca is the website to go and check things out to book your assessment and then be looking next week for another chance for you to win right here on Barnburner. Um, I, now we didn't talk a ton about the game because we got in there and we got talking to noodles and all of that and then got on to Huberto. I, I don't know. It, it's a good point he brings up. What's it going to be? Where's the bar where people are going to be satisfied? And I don't think that it's going to be satisfied. It's just where that, where your reduced level of expectation and being somewhat content and what he can produce is going to meet. And honestly, when when I look 55 points and 15 goals, I feel like that's where I'd be okay with that, but that's what he got last year. And we were oh, not okay with that. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just never going to be it's just a sunk cost. Now, Dean, it's 10 and a half a year for the next seven years. And it is what it is. We talked about it last night. A lot of teams have about 10 million bucks. They haven't spent. Well, it's just not usually all on one guy. Um, like Edmonton alone. I looked at it. They're going to spend almost four for Jack Campbell to probably be in the minors. They're spending almost two on James Neal to not play hockey. And they got a Connor Brown bonus overage that's going to hit them for three and a quarter. Yeah. Like it's that's almost ten million bucks right there. Um, would they like that ten million to spend elsewhere? Yeah. Would the Flames? Yeah. But all these teams have to deal with it. And if Minnesota can put up one hundred and thirteen points and one hundred and three while spending almost fifteen million a year for guys not to work, you could survive it. You just have to be really efficient and smart elsewhere. Yeah. You. It doesn't allow you many banana peels elsewhere. Right. That's right. It doesn't allow you many banana peels. The big issue, I think, it's kind of a different topic, is what also we talked about with noodles was superstars. Mm -hmm. How do you get them, right? How do you get those? Yeah, you he was supposed to be their superstar, and he's not. So now it's like, okay, where are you? Are you, are you back to square one? Because they've got a nice supporting cast here. They just don't yes. have stars. Like you said about the D, they've got three of the best number twos in the league. Sure. And Tan if Tanev's one. your fourth best, you're that's a deep blue line. I've been telling you, I love this top four. Like that's that's a really good group of D men. 
And if you have a third line that's got Backlund and Coleman and Magipan, like that's a great third line. Real good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, that Kadri, like that would be a hell of a second line. They're just, they got two second lines. They don't have a top line. And it's like, and they don't have a guy that's going to score 30. They don't have a number one center. They don't have a number one D-man. That's, it's tough to win in this league. Because you think about Ottawa, and because he t- Jamie was talking about Ottawa, they're not happy with where they're at, obviously. They thought they'd be further along. But imagine if you were still missing the playoffs, but you were using a, uh, just the, the Flames mentality, that you're missing the playoffs, but you don't have Stutzla, and you don't have Norris, and maybe you don't have Batherson, and maybe you don't have Kachuk, yeah. because you didn't finish low enough to draft high enough to get those guys. Yeah, I mean, it's it's never that simple because the Flames had a high pick and they took Sam Bennett. It didn't work out. So, OK, right. But Nathan McKinnon scores in overtime last night. First overall, mm-hmm. I watched the Kings and Leafs after the wild game last night, wild and flames. Not to say it was a different sport, but the pace at which those two teams were playing mm-hmm. compared to what we watched with the wild and the flame. I mean, it was so stark contrast. How do you get Austin Matthews? First how, how do you get these guys? It just and it doesn't have to be ones, but like it have get to picks be, in but... the top ten. Like we said it, there's six teams worse. We'll talk about it in the pin report. There's six teams worse in the NHL by points. That's it. You talk so about it's... the defense here. Imagine if you had Tanev and Anderson, those guys, but you also selected Kale McCarr in the top five. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's a different ball game. And I just, uh, I, I, I'm with you yeah. we, and I'll let you get to the pinned report here, but we talked a little bit about it. The only saving grace, if people are clinging to this as they win games and they don't look nearly as dysfunctional is they're still close to the bottom that mm-hmm. they can continue to play entertaining hockey, but find a way to, to get a good draft pick here and they're not working high at the deadline or something. I still see that. Who can we get to help out Huberto? Yeah, if they flipped a second for Duclair or something, you'd be like pulling your hair out, right? Like, go get him in free agency when he's cheap. Don't don't pay for him. No. Yeah. Or don't do it at all. He's older. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Again, and that you talked about the pace in the wild game. I mean, they're missing probably five of the rest seven players. Yeah, yeah, no that Felino, was pretty no obvious. Zuccarello, right? No Kaprizov, no Brodeen, no Gustafson. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Pitter Report is a presentation of Village Honda. Huge selection of used vehicles. It's, it's what everybody's doing. Buying pre-owned vehicles. Big in 2024 out here. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Reading all the uh, the uh, analysts and that. All makes, all models, all budgets, over 70 units on site, access to more than 400 more inside their dealership group. It's why Village Honda is and should be your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. They are worth the trip. It's Village Honda in the Northwest Automall. Village Honda presents the Pinder Report. Fellas, there was a game last night, and Dean, you're feeling guilty. We haven't talked about it. Well, we have. It's just on a show called Afterburner. Oh, I see. And I last night broke it down with great detail and incredible insight. Here's a sampling I have not yet heard. The goalies weren't going to let anything go in that wasn't uh, either incredibly lucky or just a, a real high skill play. Well, and I will say that, yes, it was 2 1, 3 1 tight. Yeah. But it wasn't like early 2000s. No. It was 2 to 1. <laughs> there, were, there were chances and the goaltenders were excellent. Yeah. I thought Marc Andre Fleury, you think of the two goals. I mean, you got to redirect right in front of them and then a gorgeous pass that Huberto dances around him on a three-way passing, like nothing on flurry. He's not in net for the third one. That's an empty net. And for Jacob Markstrom, I mean, uh, he makes an incredible paddle save only to have the puck go right to Pat Maroon. Those are the three goals tonight. Yeah. The goals were good goals against, I guess you'll call them, but also the saves that they kept the puck out of the net were big. Look at those two smart guys. eh? Dean, how much smarter are you just from that 32nd club? It's it's I'm absorbing it. Even as we speak, I hope you're seated. Yeah, I'm seated. Thank okay. goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, goalies were good. There was a third goal. It didn't go in on a goal. It went into an empty net. That was Blake Coleman, uh, 14 now, on pace for career. We talked a bit about him last night, Dino. Hmm. And how good did good Pat dinner. Maroon look last night with his goal? <laughs> well, did, I don't know if you remember it. They played oh. the Wild twice in the gauntlet run, and one of them, Pat Maroon, had a breakaway where he had like a half zone lead. And someone just scurried back and was in front of him to make it a there's one-on-one. No, there's no It was lead. cherry that, to fire. Because that play, they showed the one replay from the end. And they mm-hmm. showed him, it's on the left side of your screen as he's lumbering down. Somehow he chips the puck and he carries it into the zone, just about runs into the lines. But of course, he ends up scoring on that play. But yeah, it's uh, the turn lumbering. <laughs> would be apropos for his style right now. Hey, the guy's got cups. He's got more cups than me, so you know, power to him. But yeah, it's still uh, playing. Somehow still Kind playing. of. Yeah. Uh, here's the standings after the win for the Flames in the Pacific Division. There are very clearly two teams worse than them in the Pacific Division. Uh, I put them in the same group as Seattle, and we're all just waiting for Edmonton to take flight here. What is it, six in a row now after last night's victory? We'll get to that in a moment. They're now four games over. Um, I don't see anyone in that top four you're going to catch, fellas. I don't. I really don't. Um, and you're also not going to be as bad as Anaheim or San Jose. Hmm. Let's go to the wild card look-see. Uh, you're looking at the points percentage of those wild card teams. We're talking above 550 now. Flames just 500. They knock Minnesota back to 500. It's now three losses in a row for the uh, depleted wild. Uh, they're still, I wrote it down, 11-6 and six under John Hines after last night's loss. And uh, we talked about it. Teams worse than the Flames, short list by points percentage. Those are the only teams in the NHL not 500, Dino. Buffalo, Columbus, Ottawa, Anaheim, Chicago, San Jose. You do get the feel, because it's who are they going to catch? And then who's going to catch them? They're at 500. Do any of those teams or which of those teams give you the feeling that they're going to get on 
a kind of a roll or the flames are going to go on the type of a skid where they're going to leapfrog Calgary. I only see Buffalo and Ottawa as capable of it. And it's just because there's lots of skill there and they haven't quite figured it out, but no one would be surprised if those were playoff teams next year, there's just a lot of skill and it hasn't worked yet. So those are the two that maybe could get, if you get some goaltending in Buffalo or Jack Martin gives them a little more structure in Ottawa, maybe that helps. It would be an interesting kind of a thing. If essentially we're at, you know, January one and see where they're at and just kind of, I think they'll finish here based on points percentage and what we see now. Because yeah, yeah. I've, I'm, I, I gotta feel like maybe one team or tops two teams kind of shuffle. But I almost feel like you're probably seeing what you're gonna get by season's end. Which, if it's true, Dean, that's top ten pick, right? That's where you get your William Nealanders and your, you know, John Monahan's, etc. Kind of want it higher than ten. Uh, we all did, yeah. And you know, and look, they got a deadline too. There, there, there will be decisions made. We would not be surprised if it's a much less skilled roster on March 9th than it is today. Uh, that, of course, the day after the trade deadline. Let's look at the uh, road trip that lies ahead for them. They open up the four-game roadie with a win. This is what's left Thursday in Nashville. And then the back-to-back matinees on the weekend. It's Philly on Saturday. Sunday is the Hawks. You and Cammy have got afterburner. On Thursday, I think we have Pike and Cammy on Saturday and Pike and Kent Wilson doing afternoon oh. on Sunday. The return of Kent Wilson. Now back to Flames Nation, where it all wow. began. Not since uh, CM Punk returned to the WWE. Has there been I, a return more anticipated? So there, there, uh, there, And there might be one that I saw this morning that I'd forgotten about. My kid's on the couch when I get down uh, this morning. No school. Who's uh, on the mic? What do you call it when they're working the mic in wrestling? The uh, The stick. Yeah. Yep. The Rock is running smack on some guy I've never seen before. He back. There's that was an anticipated ki- return. Ryan, that's Calgarian Jinder Mahal. Is that Jinder Mahal? That's Jinder Mahal. I'd heard about Jinder Mahal, but I, he didn't get a word in. It was all just The Rock running well, this that's guy right. through the gauntlet. Well, I'll, just because no one cares, I'll explain this to you. That okay. Triple H had said, a former champion going to be on Raw. So they announced, here's the former champion. Everybody said, who's it going to be? And then Jinder yeah. Mahal came out. He did have a short stint. So everybody was like, ugh. This is lame. And then The Rock comes out. So everybody's excited. But the key to this, guys, the key to this is after he beat the tar out of Jinder Mahal, he got on the stick and he said, I'm here in San Diego. I'm going to go out and have a bite to eat. Should I sit in the booth? Should I sit at the bar? Or maybe should I sit at the head of the table? Which, of course, that's Roman Reigns' thing and their their family. The longest serving champion, the undisputed champion, Roman Reigns getting called out potentially, it could be setting up big things. I got goosebumps, Dean. I got goosebumps right now. Yeah. I think we just found a new segment. It's called Dean Breaks Down the WWE. <laughs> Jack, do we like it? That was, that was better show. than I thought for a tangent. show. Well, wow. and you know, it's we're in good shape to do it because uh, somebody's uh, somebody might be going to Philadelphia for WrestleMania in April. Shut the front door, Dean. Shut the You're front door. You're leaving your house again? Merry Christmas, kid. Let's go to wow. WrestleMania. Wow. Did you give your kids Taylor Swift and WrestleMania? Is that what I'm collecting here through sifting through the ashes of the holidays? Dad of the year. Holy fuck. Dad of the year. And I said, if we're going to Philadelphia and we're going to WrestleMania, we may as well go to SmackDown on the Friday. So we're, oh my God, we're blowing, blowing the doors off. Sarah Valley's going. Where is it? Me and Frank. Wow. Going to be at, uh, at the link watching WrestleMania. Are you guys in a tag team match? What are you guys doing together? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) We can't wait to see you two in the leotard. (laughs) That's a handicap match, regardless of how many guys are involved. 
I thought you were going to go with the natural disaster joke. I wouldn't have made it, Dean. I Typhoon? Have yeah. <laughs> An earthquake. <laughs> Get well, me in a singlet. Uh, you like you like high picks. You like number ones overall. You probably like Connor McDavid. Um, unless, of course, mm-hmm. your mortal enemy is the Edmonton Oilers. He uh, eclipsed 900 points last night. Nine. Brett. Nine. Seems like a lot. Nine. Yeah. In fact, only four players have done it faster ever. Uh, Wayne, we've heard of. Mario, you know. Mm-hmm. Mike Bossy, prolific. Ooh. And Peter Stasny. That, uh, wow. That's the name that surprises me on the list. And Yari Curry, I mean, half of those are Wayne's points. Screw off, Yari. Uh, that's a hell of a list to be on, friends. A hell of a list. Whew. Poor Yari. Screw off. Yari's fine. It just, and so then, uh, you know, the Twitter people get going. Already more points than Ferrero, Marchand, Amante, Brad Park, Corey Perry, Jonathan Taves, Peter Forsberg, Ilya Kovalchuk, Zach Parise, Eric Lindros. That's McDavid's ahead of them all. He's not 27 yet, Rhett. Holy jump. Quit bragging about him. I'm not bragging about him. What I was just, that uh, hand gesture? Yeah, okay. Again, I will spend this. You can, my... you can make that your signature move, Dean, when you go to WrestleMania. Yeah, what's your move? You got to keep it on camera. There you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'll come up with something. Okay. I do have a signature move. It would be, uh, you'd have to come out. You'd be, you know, as though you're giving the crowd some attention. It's like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? And then it comes back. It's all about me, baby. It's all about could, me. Could you do the cold cuts on the shoulder of people is, is a signature move? I oh, feel like that'd the, be awesome. I Pull could lay in cut. a chop. Absolutely. A reverse knife edge, a big chop like Gunter, the ring general. What? <laughs> Jesus. I was involved I think... in some small level wrestling back in the day. Is that right? Oh, manager. Here we go. I was. Manager. I was a manager. <laughs> How are your managerial skills? <laughs> Very good. Strong. You're I so managed, organized and prepared. I right? managed to get involved in the match, but yet, out of the vision and the eyeline of the referee, the fans were not pleased with me. And you haven't been back to Pickle Fest since, have you? No, no, it's not Pickle Fest. Heal your whole life, Dean. Yeah, total heal. I, we're starting to figure out what Dean does with it when his free time at his house, right? Oh, cramped up. Oh, oh, my my kid is just it's he's into 24 7. Really, so you want before to take those are sweet. That's your outfit. That, uh... That's who you're wrestling as. Yes. I yes, guy, you have yeah. to wear this to WrestleMania. Yes, that's a deal. Uh, I'm not sure that's going to happen, but it sucks. I'll take it under socks? I'll wear socks. I'm not sure I'm wearing the get up, but okay. Well, the socks is a good start. Yeah. Uh, Jets been on a hell of a roll, fellas. We talked about it with noodles. You got a goalie. You got a smart coach. You got a good hockey team. How about this? It's not just Connor Hellebuck who's having a sensational year, but the Jets, the third team. Since the expansion era, that's before Woodstock, Dean. Only the third to allow three or fewer in 26 straight. That's a hell of a run. 26. God, that's not like a third of a season. The Wild did it in 14-15. That feels like a sleepy Wild on a Tuesday team. And the Blues did it in 11-12. By God, the Jets, Dean. How could they do it? I had no idea that was uh, that was happening. I saw that they had been winning. Yeah, they're airtight, man. Interesting. Got rid of all those bad apples, and now they're a good team. Wheeler, see ya. Dubois, see ya. Yeah. And the the big plot twist there, the heel turn. Everyone thought 
Mm-hmm. Hellebuck and Scheifele were going to be bad guys. Good apples. They're back. Yeah. Resigned, having great years. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, you ever lost your blade when playing Rhett? This is always funny to watch on the highlights. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Anthony Bovillier, the new Hawk. Came over from I Vancouver. Like me last night on Broadway. Oh, stop. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Maybe get a good look at this here. Yeah, look at the blade comes flying out. That is that is a helpless feeling. Look at the push he's getting. Ice, you need a, a boost. You need a br- blade. You need an edge. <laughs> you see Bovillier trying to get off and he's pushing with one leg. How do you go offside there, you dummies? Ah, uh, anyway, there's Bovillier losing a blade. Got a kick out of that. We had a kid lose his blade in the game last week. Really? So instead of trying to get off, he went to get his blade. Oh. <laughs> and then he picked it up. And we're like, well, now what are you, you going to do with it? So then he threw it. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> They're dumb. Boys Undeveloped so brains. Dumb. Undeveloped. So I'm starting to see it. Like, oh, my eight year olds have regressed to four year olds. They're complete morons right now. It is something. Well, don't expect it to improve. I'm not. I've decade. learned too much from you two, Savants. I have very low expectations for young men. Might still be high. Yeah, probably true. <laughs> World Junior semis are set. Here's what they look like, fellas. Don't uh, Canada, of course. Um, Jack, don't could you scroll to the Canada game for us there? Um, Come on now. Wrong flag. It's tough. It's tough. Jackie upset the Canadians. They'll get Sweden, the hosts, U.S. and Finland, the other semifinal. What do we want? It's uh, the two favorites are the Americans and the Swedes. You could also have a Sweden-Finland final. I feel like you got to get the host in the final. That'd be fun. Sweden for sure. Let's go Sweden. Get some schnapps, some pickled herring. Meatballs, blondes. Oh, those the meatballs at Aquavit in New York City. Oh my God. Let's talk about those before. Un- IKEA has some good meatballs too. I don't know if they you are know. not, not the same price point as Aquavit. The standard is yeah. Aquavit. Yeah. They're Nadine, better than you'd think. They're I have a question good. for you. They are Listen, good I've value. Eaten. I know what yeah. you're talking about. It's a good They're price. Good. If you're going to be able to afford Taylor Swift and WrestleMania tickets, you got to save some money here. There can't go to Aquavit. You got to go to IKEA. I'm telling you, it's yeah. But it's... you, yeah, like what is kind of were you digging in your backyard and that can of coffee that had just cash overflowing? You selling dope out of your basement? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you smuggling? I... Now I've got the tickets. They've maybe they haven't been paid for yet. What? How but I've purchased the paid? tickets. There has been a transaction made but the payments yeah what's that day in january right where the bill comes in i think Dark it's monday next monday or tuesday yeah let's Can't get wait. some sun in phoenix for big boy before that day hits <laughs> uh i do have some good news dean financially oh, you're about to walk into a massive windfall Ooh. let's have a look and i need you to answer this question what dean for you what for you makes you feel powerful? What is it gives money? people feelings of power? Money? Is it status or is it being crowned a fantasy football champion? Well, I only have one of the three. So luckily it's the one that seems to be <laughs> seems to be the best, which is being crowned fantasy champion. And so I will be happy to uh, fax you over a check for $1,000. Hey, thanks. As, as soon as the final member of the league pays his dues, 14 people. Everyone was paid up right at what? the time of the draft back in September. I've, except one. 
There's a delinquent. I Venmoed you. I don't have Venmo. I don't know. It's not my fault. Works. Not my fault. Uh, we're starting a new segment on the Pinder Report called Rhett's Debts. And uh, Frank Valley and I are on the list. And by me, I mean you, Dean, because that's yeah, your $100 yeah, yeah. that's missing. Yeah. So today on Rhett's Debts, send me $100 so I can send Dean $1,000 so his kids can go to WrestleMania. Is it only 1000 I thought it was more than this. Oh, 200 God, for the regular season. That's how he's paying for the tickets. He was cashing that check before he even won the thing. All right. Hell of a team. I'll tell you about what, the money. Impressive, impressive performance in wire the last wire, few games. Like 140 points averaging. Like you can't beat that. He throttled well, McBride in the final. Throttled. I did throttle McBride, and I did. And uh, I put the yeah. boots to red. But remember, in this quarterfinal, the you needed it, was, it. That's right. Hurts on a I Monday. I was right? down going into Monday night. Uh, the my he opponent was, was done. I needed a big night out of Jalen Hurts, who was sick and maybe not going to play a flu game. And I ended up winning by five because oh, he baby. came through with a couple of rushing touchdowns. And uh, so on the last night, I snuck through and then clobbered my way to victory. So kids, never give up. Let me be your inspiration. Or my stinking barn painters fantasy football team. God, kids. they were good. Did, was that wire to wire or were you the two seed at the end? Because no, I was two a wagon seed. Too. Okay. I started eight and oh, and then I lost three or four and McBride usurped me. Yeah, and he laid the boots to me along the way too in the regular season. Yeah. I thought I was cooked. I was a two seed in my other league and managed to win. That's very exciting. It's been a decade, so uh, I, I'm I'm happy for you, Dean. Thanks. And while I was very excited to receive the winning money from that league, I immediately now have to send that to you because I don't know where the other stuff went. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what? the worst part. Where's that I'll money? Never be, I will never be the commissioner or the treasurer of a league. <laughs> it's the worst because that money's just calling you. Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> It's a thousand bucks over here. I'm just sitting right here if you want to do something. Yeah, fourteen hundred bucks back in September. You think that's still around? Yes. Oh, that's there's been spilled whole... on the floor of many a bar between now and then. There's a bunch of brown brown bills sitting here, just waiting for you. Brown no bills turn into know. brown juice. That's all I yeah. know. Oh, all right. Last couple. No Thursday night football tomorrow, Rhett. I'm sorry about that, but we do have a doubleheader for you on Saturday. Jack, tuck it under your belt. The Steelers are in action and are not oh. eliminated. <laughs> and look at this. Steelers Ravens. Now, Jack was very bullish on the Steelers being the best team in the division. All they have to do is prove it on Saturday. And are they in, Jack? What's the status here? Mason Rudolph, your boy? No, they need some help. So either the Jags would have to lose or the Bills will have to lose. Bills so aren't beat, losing. Sorry. Just beat Baltimore. Beat Baltimore. And then one of the two things. And then there's like a third way they could get him. But I think the Colts and Texans would have to tie. Ties or some crazy shit. Yeah, okay. And then the other game is the Texans and the Colts who play on Saturday. So uh, implications of sorts. It doesn't sound like Baltimore's going to use everyone either, guys, because they've locked up that one seed in the AFC. So it is interesting to see what type of team Pittsburgh will be playing. Hence the line. They're favored by three and a half on Betway. Goodness. I'll sell these socks for my entry fee. Those not worth $100. I'll take 10 pairs, though. 10 for 100. Let's go. No, no. These are one of a kind. Five, final offer. One of a kind. You know Just what's stupid? Is we could want. sell some of those things. Absolutely, we could. People would people would buy those. Talk things. to the shoveler. Let's sell those. They Jack, great. start a uh, poll and see who wants Boomer Socks. <laughs> would you buy Drew Carey slash uh, Minions Boomer socks. Now, did she do that or did she have someone help her? Because that's clearly they just screen grabbed that off of. There's been people working behind YouTube. the scenes, Dean. Don't worry. 
That's just one item of clothes. Is she yeah. that technically savvy? Absolutely not, Dean. All right. She's she a people could, person. She knows how to order shit, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> do a yeah. yeah, she knows how to Venmo. Yeah, getting that delivered to the house was not a problem. No. Yeah. Okay. Dumb shit to close out. I uh, hope you're excited for the mayonnaise bowl. Huh? Delicious. What's the mayonnaise bowl? Oh, God. I can't even look. I'll show you what the mayonnaise bowl is. Oh, I was going to no. say that was the number. What was one of the top, <laughs> the top things that was mentioned to me after the drinky show was, did he really have mayonnaise in his, in his cupboard? It's, yeah. Yeah, he did. And then look at this in the press box. There was a soft serve machine. Is there mayonnaise? Is there, is there, is there now? Do we have people chugging mayonnaise? Did we get that thrown in or no? No. Okay. I thought that's what we had. This different mayonnaise clip. Either way, people are literally just walking around with the squirty mayonnaise. It's no good down through. here. Is it no good? No, it's no you good. Got there. What are you talking about? Really Isn't that, that like the, that's the champagne with. of mayonnaise. It's not that good to begin with, but yeah. it's really not good down here. Well, don't you, isn't that some fat, some kind of healthy? What it's got the green label. What do you got there? What do you got? Some that's flavored. It's olive oil, man. Olive oil. So I don't think it's instead of canola oil, probably. Yeah. Now, Rhett and Rob Ray always, uh, you know, they're fixing up their places. They, they have houses that back onto each other's yards. You can see through the fence. And these, these videos are catching everything. You guys can't hide any of your mistakes anymore, right? Walk us through what you were doing here because I think you were fixing something on the garage. We just had some work we needed to get done. The lights, it's Christmas, right? So we had the yeah, ladder out. Down. Yeah, yeah, it's probably time to get those down, isn't it? Yeah. What's the date to take those down? Is it oh, Dan? my God. Is that an F. Trudeau uh, sticker on your window? <laughs> no, I think it's I buy stuff on Google or something like that. <laughs> anyway, right. is that Rob or you? I can't see too well. That's, that's Razor. That's Razor. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is definitely a good idea. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was asking if he thought this was smart, but. He was convinced. It looked like he'd done it before, to be fair. Like, this looks yeah, like a guy he, that's pulled this move off. He owns I mean, a lot of properties down here, and he does his own maintenance. So I saves trust, money, yeah. Yeah, trust that he knows what he's up to. So. What is going I, through this guy's I mind? I do like the length of this video, because it does keep you hanging. Uh, See, no problem, guys. Look, totally fine. Oh, Now, what does he yell at the end? Is it effer? I think he yells effer. I think he yells effer. That, I don't know how he had wind in his chest. I was just going to gonna say, the fact that he was able to yell is amazing. With all those broken ribs, impressive work. It's yeah. it's one of those things that there was only one way that was going to go because of course the ladder was going to kick out, yeah. which makes you think, did he do it on purpose? But no. you've got to really want to commit to a video going viral to take that kind of punishment. Or no, if it was that stupid. If it wasn't right over the driveway, because that is where you'd put a camera. Like that's a oh. spot you'd have it. There's the doorbell cameras, there's the above the garage camera. Like that to me is not AI Dino nor actors. That's broken ribs. That is pain. Yeah. That's red on the uh, hoverboard. <laughs> Oof. God. And by the way, yeah. Rob Ray is not happy. Oh. My release of the <laughs> He's not, hey. Oh, the uh that was that the drinky show too? Of topless yeah. Rob? Oh my yeah. god. In his ginch doing some gardening or whatever. Chippendale razor. Yeah. Well, how did he hear? You what you just had oh, people just started stuff in twenties in his mailbox. Old sweetie, Georgie. Oh, George. 
George Flap, is left cat flapping his bag. gums down there. Loose lips sink ships, George. Come on, hey, George. Tweeting. Shut your pie hole, would you? How's uh, now? Is Ray concussed after taking that puck to the bean? I How's think he he's doing? Back. I think he's okay now. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that, that everyone that hurt. played with him makes fun because it's like you never got cut. Hmm. Like he yeah. didn't cut. Yeah. Ever. Never saw him bleed. And to be fair, it was more of a, like a divot than like bleeding, but yeah, you did get cut. Yeah. Looked like something took a sandwich to the middle of his eyebrows. Ooh. Last couple. So uh, Christmas has passed, eh? Because this would have been great to have two weeks ago. Look at this idea. Oh. Are you wow. kidding me? That's something they should fire in Greta right there. That seems like a Greta move, yes. That's a hell of a Greta move. You rent the, you rent it by the time limit. You have full access to the fridge underneath and all the games you want to play. So that's the full-size stand-up arcade machine. And it's the old Nintendo system. The bottom. Like. And those old machines probably have every game from the 80s to 2000, right? Oh, there are some of those. I saw one online. Yeah. Actually, a buddy of mine has one. It's unbelievable. Come on. Yeah. 101 and 1. Love it. We'll talk to Casey, see if we can't get the special room for us. Let's go, Greta. Come on. You know what else? If he doesn't want to, if they don't want to do it at Greta, just in the corner beside you, Pinder. (gasps) Yeah, set her up. Not the worst idea. I need some of that uh, Taylor Swift fantasy football money if we're going to be buying one of those for this room. Let's go. Uh, Rhett, you've always loved traveling the world and experiencing different cuisine, haven't you? Love it. Absolutely. Now, what was the cuisine like in India? Because I know we think of Indian food, but it's a huge country. I mean, it was good for me. It was good for me. The shoveler struggled uh, to the point where she couldn't uh, even stand up for about three days. So something hit her. And Uh, was that physical or mental? Because, I mean, sometimes you can get psyched out. It was a physical debilitating. uh, It wasn't the best. Mm. And I almost left her. We were only dating at the time. We were. Yeah. (laughs) We got a trip here. Can't keep up. You almost left a girlfriend puking and unable to stand in India. So you were less sensitive you when you were dating, unlike now when you're married? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. It well, is. we got some video. This is, I think, uh, what might have been part of the problem. Uh, Cook in here. I need you to look closer now. Oh, oh, oh I, I don't and look like over that. here. Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Well, don't worry. We'll zoom in so you can see. You might be a fan of it. No, I'm not. Oh, and is that... Ch- it's not a chipmunk, is it? Oh, is that AI? That is not AI. And that's why you uh, can't stand for a few days. Finally, Rhett on that vacation, I believe we went to India, also went to Australia. And he picked yeah. up the love of a new sport called surfing. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Oh, Red. You got to catch the break further out, man. There's no water there to land on. Look at this. You're- the best part about this is I I went on a surf trip, and we ended up in Byron oh. Bay. And so we are just hanging out in Byron Bay. And now I'm an expert surfer, right? Because oh, yeah. I was on, a, sur- yeah. on a surf trip. So I went and took a board and went out by myself and accomplished about that. And I didn't have the wrap on my foot. My board was seven miles away. (laughs) It was one wave and not that's nerd. Bye. The waters were angry that day. My friend. Iron Bay. Not boring. Very good. Very good. That's your pin to report friends on this. Whatever day it is today. Brought to you by Village Honda.
That's right. Your dealership for life. New in stock inventory on the ground. More arriving daily. Start your automotive adventures at Village Honda. New vehicle pricing is MSRP. That and more. Your full, it's like they say, it's your automotive destination, whatever it is, new, used, service. It's the only place to go. It's your dealership for life. It's Village Honda. Oh, life. Oh, life. Tomorrow is Thursday. That means ask Rhett for Bonton Meats. Get your questions in for retro. We'll take them at the email address. Ask Rhett at flamesnation.ca. Or if you'd like, you can go through via the X, which used to be Twitter, and use the hashtag Ask Rhett. And we'll uh, be able to find them that way as well. So going inside the, the curious mind that is Red Warner. Complex mind, I would Yeah, call. it is. It's basically like having access to the world's greatest encyclopedia. Man, and conspiracy. This used theory. to be a thing, an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. There's still some at uh, Grandma and Grandpa's house. I showed the boys. They're like, what? And I'm like, yep. yeah, the internet, Google replaced this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was your parents taking an interest in your well-being as a kid. When they right. salesmen yeah. would show up at your door and then they'd buy these books. Was it a Funkin' Wag? That's a dictionary. Funkin' Funkin Wag was a dictionary. Yeah, this was ours. Were brown, two-tone brown with gold lettering. So Encyclopedia fancy. Britannica. Britannica. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. which were out of date by the time Dummy walked in the door to try and sell them to you. Yeah. Yep. So do these update as things happen in the world? No, yeah, no. they refresh. You just got to get that software. You got to download the new software. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's an amazing technology. Yeah. Yeah. Venus is now not a planet in those anymore. They've updated that. Or Uranus. You know what's it Venus? Yeah. Pluto. Pluto's the one. He's the outsider. It's don't remember there. ever using them either. When you had a project or something to do in school, do you ever remember hauling out the friggin' encyclopedia? I did it once. <laughs> I did it for a, a, a report on... A, cassette tapes and how the ah. sound got out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been an audio expert for a while if you're a yeah. fan of the show. You know that. Real passion for sound. Do you ever think about stuff like that where it's an archaic type of a technology and as I sit here today, still no idea how it works. Like, that's amazing. Like, the 8-track. <laughs> Dude, the even, eight -track a, even vinyl. Like, how does the needle pick? I don't exactly. get it. I don't yeah. get it. How does, how does it know where to where to do it you should have seen my kid ryan i did the uh my kid wanted the these stanley cups the stanley travel mugs are all oh yeah yeah those are so big my hit daughter right wanted one yeah. and i gave her the old how does it know what do you mean <laughs> well if you put a hot drink inside it keeps it hot keeps it if you hot. put a cold drink in it keeps it cold keeps it how cold. does it know when to heat it up or when to cool it how does it know well, well i don't know i know it's pretty amazing right <laughs> Like when you, so when you put encyclopedias through yeah when you put the cold is there like a switch or something that you have to no switch it to cool that's unbelievable how does poor, it know poor kid hasn't slept in days I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know Stumped. and clearly she's got her dad's friggin brainer head so sorry sweetheart I do remember the encyclopedias once being like okay we got to do a project in another country and just flipping through like let's find a country ah oh, Prussia I'm gonna do my oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. Czechoslovakia. Ah, god damn it! Oh, is that what's mm. the F, oh, the Ottoman eh? Empire? No, these are old. Let's take a look at some Betway bets for it. So I get that Betway app. Bet, you know what? There's more tech. I don't know how it works, but it's great. 
Betway. You get the app. It's on your phone. You can play along. You bet the responsible way with Betway. Maybe you get on your laptop. Maybe you get on your tablet, but you play along. I was uh, I was actually sitting around with some uh, some old heads during the holidays, and they I don't really understand the the minus numbers not. So I was doing a little uh, point spread, huh. kind of a tutorial for some of the guys. So I pulled out my Betway app. So it's minus five point five. You have to win by six. That whole thing. So. There's a lot of learning going on. Thank you, Betway. Thank you for teaching us the way to a better life. Spreading the knowledge, Dean. Look at you. That's right. Let's take a look. Only two games in the NHL tonight. Quiet night. I'm going to the Toronto-Anaheim game. Mm. I'm going to take the Toronto money line. So an anytime win and a total goals of over five and a half in the game. They had Marty Jones shut out last night, but it's some kid making his NHL debut potentially tonight. I don't mind that uh, over there. So plus 115. That's kind of your little, it's a little partly, I suppose, but it is actually one bet inside the app. And Tyler Bertuzzi's been playing better, had points last night. Just get a point tonight, mm-hmm. you grubby, grubby bugger. And it pays plus 110. Have he you seen grubby. his style? They were showing He's last grubby. night. He has no butt end on his stick. It's like sawed right off. And then he takes a little strip of tape and yeah. puts it over. It's There's something weird with this guy. But I say he gets a point and I'll take the plus 110. Yeah, uh, minus 600. He's got a weird tape job for sure. That's not yeah. paying much. Here are my bets. Uh, tomorrow, we will see semifinal action. And then, of course, the finals. I'm looking at futures for the whole tournament. This is an outright win of the World Juniors, the U20s. I like Sweden at home. It's a fun story. And the Americans are heavy favorites. They're like minus 143. So I like the number a little better on Sweden. Beat the Canadians in the round robin. And uh, I think have the softer matchup in the semifinals. They got Czechia. Uh, tomorrow morning. I'm also going to go on the Toronto having a good night against a bad Ducks team. If Matthews and Neil underscore, it's plus 250. We've seen this bet a lot with Drysaddle and McDavid. I'm going to jump on the two horses in Toronto tonight. I'll bet way. Get the bet way up. Like we say, it's right there. You search for it, you'll find it, you get on your phone and then play along. Game's already started, don't matter. Get in there. Get in there and have some fun, but bet the responsible way with our buddies at Betway, the official gaming partner of Barnburner. Um, I, well, you know, let's, let's do DoorDash, and I just some final thoughts on the Flames game from last right. night. I know you guys did the uh, the show last night, but uh, kind of a quiet night, I suppose, in a way. We kind of laid it up, laid it out there for you. But for what's on the menu for DoorDash, you get the door, you get get it on your again. It's all about the phones. How does this technology work? No idea. But you get the DoorDash app. You get what you want from where you want, whenever you want it. Restaurants, groceries, pharmacies, bakeries, and more. And for a limited time, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more with the promo code NATION25. NATION25. And that is at the DoorDash app. So what have we got on the menu for DoorDash? It's a double dip of Toronto sports, Dino. We're going to start in Memphis. Wow. With the Raptors against the Memphises. That's a 6 p.m. tip-off. Then it's the Leafs and Ducks from Anaheim at 7 p.m. It's an early start out west, which is a little unusual. Six o'clock local time in Orange County. Who knew? That's what's there on the go. menu. Very nice. Quick and easy. DoorDash, just like DoorDash. Dash that for the win with DoorDash. So we can talk about the wins and the points and all of that, but I guess just if you want to look at the game, I wasn't sure putting obviously Manjapani going to the back of the line. It's like clockwork, right? He scores gets, it was well, good the other night. Games. 
had three assists or whatever it was, and then scores last night. So that line looks just fine. Is there any reason to think that the Huberto Lindholm pairing can have any kind of chemistry? We've seen it before. It's been it's been used and then blown up almost as quickly as it was put together. Uh, I just wonder, are these some lines that we might see not only stay together, but actually have some results here? I could see them staying together. I still question whether Huberto and Lindholm can survive to uh, the other lines going to produce. Yeah. yeah. But that's and I, I think the pair is Sharon Govich and Lindholm, to be honest. And yeah. it's just that Huberto might be a better fit with that pair than the Backlund Coleman pair. Like Huberto is not a part of the pair. We know that. Like you can go, it's Zeri and Kadri work well together, Sharon Govich and Lindholm, and it's Coleman and Backlund. And the rest of the guys just get moved around. I guess Pospisil may be a bit of an exception there, but. Maybe yeah, this is Huberto what, isn't one of your pairs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For you, Red, obviously. I'm, I'm just curious. Is there anything that you see as to why Lindholm and Huberto? Is it because they're too similar? They're too dissimilar? Is there any reason why? Because you watched last night pretty, hey, that's, you know, that's big brain kind of a play. Why hasn't it been better than awful? What, okay, so let's let's talk about that. What was the big brain kind of a play? The pass by, by by Lindholm. By, that was and a hell the of a pass. But it was a turnover, kind of by Minnesota more than anything that allowed, and it was Sharon Govich getting it to Lindholm, yep. and and you don't see them come down the ice and threaten. Do you know what I mean? Like on that play, it was a really nice play. Don't get me wrong, you don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking away from it, but it was, it, it, it wasn't a, we're going to get control of the puck and dominate for a shift, right? It's, it, it wasn't, we're going to get to control the puck and dominate this shift. And then we're going to dominate the next shift. And we're actually going to put three or four or five shifts together where we're in their end and they're, they're having a hard time handling us. You, you just don't see that. So I don't know what the issue is. They don't click together. And well, it, who it, has Huberto clicked with? To be fair, and I'm not, I'm not making. Yeah, it's like, and I'm not, I'm make, not making. I think fight he's your point. slow. It's a totally separate point. I, I just yeah, don't I know, think yeah, he's clicked yeah. with anyone. I don't think I it's think a him slow. and Lindholm. It's a him and anyone right now. I think he's he's uh, he's not fast. You said it last night. You watched uh, L.A. and Toronto. What's the pace there? Yeah, it's like. Yeah. They're it's zipping around and they're moving and it's high end, high end, go, 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 go. That's not, no. it, 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 it's not him. And, no. and honestly, I, the one place that you would just pray that he could figure it out on, because I don't think he is fast is the power play. And mm -hmm. I, he, he doesn't. It's in the second unit. It's no right good. I don't yeah. know why, like what, that's the place where he should have an impact without doubt. There's no reason he doesn't have to do anything unique or he doesn't have to rush it. It's he's got, to, he should have more time and space. Doesn't happen. So I, I don't see one thing other than I don't think Hubert O can play with pace and maybe Lindholm's the same way. Cause Lindholm's not lightning fast. He's certainly not slow. Got, nobody in the league is really well. Patty, when you look at the line that he played on in Florida that year, and, and again, it's every year it's a, for a year further in the rearview mirror and less to do with what's happening today. But it was Bennett in the middle, 
And it was Duclair on the right. And when they made the Sharon Govich deal, it was like, man, there's some similar tools between Duclair and Sharon Govich. Like these guys can both fly. They both have a heavy shot and they're both not, not necessarily like massive hockey IQ guys. Like they're, they're nice parts to put with certain players. Yeah. And I was stunned that we spent a month watching Sharon Govich on the fourth line. Now, whatever happened has worked because he's, he's been a much better player since then, but I, you know, playing with pace and playing on a line with a guy that brings a lot of pace are two separate things. And Huberto did have his best season ever with, you know, I think Bennett moves fine, but Duclair can really fly. And I, I don't, I'm not suggesting it's a solution because I just don't, I'm not expecting a solution on this one. I, I just think he's never going to be a dominant player again. Like you're paying him to be a superstar. I don't know that he'll be a star again. Like I, don't I just don't see a point per game player ever happening again. If you're getting um, so, 50 to 60 out of Huberdeau, you better be jumping for joy. He's on pace for 38 points. 38. 38's too, I mean, at 38, you almost you you get disgusted and wanted to at if he's if he's getting you 30, 35 points a year, 30 to 40, even that's it's it's too low. He's got to get to 50. Oh, it's horrendous. I mean, well, it, and and back to your original point, if those numbers are gonna go up. It, it would be by virtue of power play success. Yes. Because five on five, it, it seems you know what you're getting. You're right. You're, they're not hitting the line with speed. They're not dominating teams. It's got to be off of a What's your threat? A situation where you, you've gained the zone and that first opportunity goes in. Because mm. um, it's it's hard to watch sometimes. You know, if, if I think about it that way, okay, I'm a defenseman defending against this group, me and my partner, and we're going, okay, how are we going to play these guys? You play them straight up. Yeah, you're not worried to get in the face. Slow. They're not going to beat with speed. I don't think. Like like you just said, Sharon Govich is not overly creative. Uh, I don't think Lindholm. I think Lindholm's a really smart, solid player, but yeah. I wouldn't call him creative. Yeah. So you're not worried about they're going to spin you around like a top. They mm -hmm. would. It sounds ignorant, but it's, it's they're not hard to play against. We said it not, last night. There's one guy on the team that has poise and creativity, and it's Zeri. No one else has both those things. And that's why about, it's and, exciting, right, for to yeah. have him arrive, because no one saw that coming. Lindholm was able to play well with guys that had that creativity, right? Yeah. You go back yeah. to that year, and that that's another thing. Probably in a lot of cities where they have high-end players, it's – having trouble finding guys that can play with that high level skill to Lindholm's credit. He could see it and he played, he fit in just fine with a couple of world-class players, but mm. it's, I guess for everybody, it would become a whole lot harder. I like Sharon Govich. I like yeah, the I way he, he just looks far more comfortable in his skin. He's making plays. He does have some speed, but Zary seems to be the only guy that has a trick up his sleeve where he's going to try and beat you outside or go outside inside or, or any of that. And I, I didn't see that coming. It's refreshing, yeah. but when where you're relying, that's what's scary. Like, yeah. What, when you're relying on this, about guy. this guy. Yeah. And you know what? How about friggin' AJ Greer? Awesome. Last night credit to seven shots on net. Hey, you got picked up on waivers. Everybody kind of scoffed. Oh, great. Who is this guy? This guy's played his ass off. Yep. And he's been really good. And I know that there's maybe they trade him or whatever. You keep this guy around. I got no problem with it. You should have enough fourth liners in your in your franchise, you would think, in your system. But uh, 
that guy hasn't hung his head or done anything. He's given you, he's been balls out every game. So yeah. And he's you. making less than league minimum, uh, 762 grand. Cause he signed a two year deal before league men went up. <laughs> like it's, it doesn't get better than that. And if Connie, yeah. look, it, it, as long as he doesn't walk as a UFA, this is a huge win for the flames. You trade him, you've turned a waiver claim into an asset. Yeah. And if you re-sign him, it's like, well, shit, yeah, that is a guy playing the right way that you have no problem being your 12th forward. And if you're ever a cup contender again, he can be your 13th forward. I mean, it's funny. Milan Lucic going to Boston probably allows the Flames to get A.J. Greer. Yeah, I guess like, so, right? That's, like, he's probably one slot higher on the forward depth chart there if Milan's not there and might not need waivers. He stays on the team. That's a hell of a find for Connie. Did you like the way Osterley played that? Uh... God, that was bad. Minnesota goal. I guess the first there was the turnover and then the well I was thinking of the egregious turnover. It was like just don't put it on the oh, that's right on his tape. Yeah, okay. That's right on his tape. <laughs> I they keep going back to him, not a lot, but I'm always like, eh, kind of like well, and in fairness, he keeps together. doing stuff that makes them able to go away from him. Well, that no, that's what I mean. Like, why yeah. is he back in? Like, I I I like the D Simone Gilbert pairing. What if I have to pick two of those three guys. Another quiet night from Dylan Dubé. The line was good though, right? Like you yeah. talked about AJ Greer. That's he's part of that in a way. But yeah, it's we talked about it last night. There's no he's a RFA with Arbrights. You have to qualify him at 2.3. If you eat half the money, he feels overpaid the way he's playing right now. And he is a guy that scored 18 twice in a row, but it's it looks so far from that right now. And I doesn't it? And it's like fresh start. And, and the problem is, how do you give him a fresh start? You're basically going to have to do a favor for him and for another team because you just you can't don't use a salary him. retention slot on. Yeah. yeah. It's no, like you just you can't trade him. I don't think it's, him. it's too much money. Well, men, we did good work today. Did we? Noodles. We did good work today. Noodles did really good work today. Noodles Whoever so thought good, of getting noodles yeah. on the show, that's good work. Yeah. Set his alarm in Vancouver to get up. Now, in fairness, it was 9 a.m. That's a good it's sleep. not a crazy alarm, yeah, right? That's not pretty a, good for 9, actually. Yeah, it's not a crazy uh, ask. I'd put him on my all-play-guilty team. Like, that's your goalie on that team. Rhett's playing D. He's in net. He would... Not a complainer, right? There wouldn't be oh. a, oh, man, I'm so tired. It's No. It's great today. I went out and did it. This is, you got to pay the piper. I'm ready to roll. And so what age can I stop going to the Roxy? He said 52 is too old. Yeah, he said get kicked out at 52. I thought the Roxy was closed. Is it still open? I don't know. I think the reports of its demise were premature. Maybe. Yeah, could be. I, I, I will yeah, do the goods though. Was that a place? Well, the thing, would you stay in Vancouver? I've not a lot, the Roxy right? once, but not very often were we ever. Yeah, you'd get yeah. out of there. Yep. Vancouver was a sh shit show two years in a row in Florida. We played in Edmonton and then we were playing in Vancouver and twice we had to land in Seattle. Then the Ooh. one year we had to circle for an hour, land in Seattle, wait for the bus from the airport in Vancouver to drive to Seattle to pick us up to drive us back to Vancouver. God, That was NHL at its finest. And then the next year, same thing. Get to Vancouver, circle, send us to Seattle, sitting in Seattle. I don't know who, somebody freaked out, and somehow we got back on the plane and flew back to Vancouver, and then two years in a row. 
Not no it. bueno. Somebody yeah, pissed no somebody good. off. Did either of you guys watch the uh, the outdoor game? Speaking of Seattle, saw it. Look good. No, I didn't. The jerseys uh, look good. I do like those Seattle jerseys. I thought they looked great. And Vegas's were fine. That big yeah. fancy V. I like that. Good gold color. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, I almost forgot it was happening, and then social media tells you, "All right, it's happening today." But I didn't see uh, a lick of it. I saw somebody complaining because how's it an outdoor game when there's a roof over the stadium? It's like, well, stupid. It's a retractable roof. roof. And yeah, I can understand why they put it over top, dummy. But uh, it's very much become a: is it in your city? Then get excited. Yeah. And if it's not, then it's okay. Good. And it's been ten years since it's been that, in my opinion. Like it really. Yeah. If you got nothing else to do in your undercoach, sure, but it's not appointment viewing for unless you're in the market, one of the two teams. Do you watch any college football? When's the Mayo Bowl, Jack? Manny's? I don't know. Is the big game in, this weekend? I got watching the Rose Bowl. That Michigan Alabama game went to overtime. That was actually pretty exciting. So that's part of the playoff, correct? That one there? Yeah. Yes. So now it's Washington and Michigan mm-hmm. in the championship. What where does that what did Florida State end up doing? Because they were the team that got screwed. They were perfect and didn't make the tour. The, the they're playoff. in the Mayo Bowl. They're in the Mayonnaise Bowl against the yeah. Mountaineers. Is that right? I'm not sure what it goes. Yeah. Did you sure see that play call that Alabama had at the end of the game? Like from the five yard line, they just ran a QB draw and yeah. got nothing. What are you doing? Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. How are you feeling about your Steelers, Jack? Uh pretty good lately. Now, were you on the Mason Rudolph? Oh, he loves him, yeah. Yes. All year he was screaming. I well, don't sure you remember his, his preseason take? Like, I thought Mason Pickett Rudolph was, was the best. He's loved everyone. He loved Pickett, and then who was the guy I didn't love Trubisky. Yeah. No, you didn't okay. love Trubisky. He's you did love kid. Mason. That's odd, because he's been so good. He's cool. been so good. So, I, But I just sure, I, if dollars to donuts, I could swear that you were all about Kenny Pickett at the start of the year, that this guy and him and Pickens were going to be lookout league. Here we come. Yeah, he was definitely, definitely hard was. on the win the division plus 550 bet on Betway. I was. But look at him now. I mean, they put up yeah, 30 points back to back. Look at him now. Look, look at him now. now. Too, so what did happen? Too good Is to pick it, high and too low to... Yeah. Was it strength of schedule? Or what happened along the way that kept this juggernaut from winning the division well it was matt canada first right right how could i forget yeah Yeah. that's right and there had to be something yeah it was matt canada for about 12 weeks yeah then it quickly became well he's gone they still suck kenny pickett he sucks he gets hurt Hmm. trubisky comes in he's significantly worse they lose to the patriots the cardinals colts oh not even close. And then Rudolph comes in 30 points back to back games. It's no Joe Flacco, but it's pretty good. It's you, pretty good. You've been hating on the Browns all year, too, just destroying them. Yeah. They've been, I mean, who would have thought with Flacco? Flack around and find out. That's what the sign that said. That Flacco thing truly is amazing. Unbelievable. And he's played himself into like another 20 million bucks. That's a guy I, someone will pay next years year. ago. When he was still in ball, remember we'd have Lack and Fora doing his yeah, Joe Flacco. Like Joe doing Flacco. His, we were tired of watching Flacco five years ago. 
So I never mm-hmm. need to see this guy play again. And now, because of how things are in the NFL, one of the more exciting quarterbacks. Watch what he throws such a great ball. Watching like Ooh. good morning football and that it's all of a sudden Joe Fly just such a tight spiral. He throws such a great, such a great ball. Did it without Amari Cooper last week, too. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. And your bills are peaking just at the right time, retro. Just like you told us they would. Winning games. The run game. Their coach. He's. I've decided I can't go to the one pub to watch the game because it's it's too dicey. Demar Hamlin happened. The Jets happened. Another loss. Like I've. It's been unsuccessful. I got a scar tissue there. You don't strike me as being a superstitious guy. I'm surprised to hear that. Right? That's not science based. That's not you. Listen, (laughs) it's not science based. Is right. And that's what I'm about. You are. Coincidence is not correlation. Follow the science. I wore these yeah. socks and he got hurt. One of my favorite low-key moments on the show from last year is when I threw at you, hey, Rhett, you're a crazy person. And then there was something, and the way you laughed, it kind of caught you off guard, but it's like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of right. Yeah, I am kind of a crazy person. It's just your reaction. Oh, God. I got to show it now. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> and what, what could it, it be gonna, that triggered gonna... this memory? Is this going to top this. the stormtrooper mask? The the red light stormtrooper. Oh yeah, there it is. So that is. <laughs> what is that? But what you're not seeing underneath it is my new grounding mat, an Your infrared ground. grounding mat. So, with the face mask on, I got the infrared, the grounding mat, the PEMF. Yeah, it's very effective. Very so effective. Santa came through with everything you'd hope for. Yes. Take two Tylenols for that, I think. Yeah. Now, isn't the grounding mat supposed to be on the ground, not like on top of you or on the couch? No. I'm I thought the grounding on. mat was you get it on the ground and then it helps bring all of the... Uh, Wouldn't it be a blanket if it's not on the, the ground? The mat's on the ground. The soil or whatever it it's is. In, I don't know. you got the crystals in that mat. and right. Things are warming up. It's good. So it that is. mask, is that a new one from the... No, that's no, that's the old Same one. one. I've got the, the per- uh, I've got the real good setup now. I've got the, the real... Jabberwockies mask. Mm-hmm. I you must be sleeping like a baby, hey, right? It does all the lights. It's got the blue light, the red light, yellow, pink. It's very unbelievable. It's a very it's a full dance party there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, what percentage of you is doing it just to kind of feed the? the narrative that you're a crazy person i believe in it i think you it's do great you're probably right you believe that you're crazy or no i'm not crazy. i think that okay. these a lot of it'll come around you're gonna figure it out yeah. i'm gonna have ai scan my body here in the next couple of weeks as well it's probably good info for ai to have isn't it mm-hmm. it's like when you sent your dna out in the mail if here's what people always say that to me and i thought sure if i responded to you about this you always give me a hard time if someone wanted your dna how oh, hard do you it, think yeah. it would be yeah they go find some hairball in the corner of my house it would take about it. 30 minutes max if they yeah. really were no, it was just funny because it, it was a time on the old show where you it's were true. very very protective of your information I, and then we were just like did you just mail out your DNA to like a company? You're like, you're 100%. I, I never, and I was too stupid to think of it. And it did seem odd. 
but now and then they sent it back and they said you were a dinosaur or something. It was pretty yeah. awesome. Neanderthal. Yeah. And then, uh, but now I've read this is, or listened to the book called, this is the, how they tell me the world ends. Uh-huh. And, uh, you're the, there's nothing private going on in your world. If they well, want the Neanderthals to. will survive that. It's, no, hey. Even the companies that the, they talk about the VPNs and stuff. Well, who do you think developed the VPN network? You can try to hide in from it's impossible. You're done. No. It's over. You're you're cooked. Why do I feel like you're the last guy that should be reading the book? This is how the world ends. Yeah. No, I mean, you gotta have info, Dean. You know, some of the mm-hmm. did you see that uh, Zuck's building a bunker? I mean, you gotta be on top of this stuff. You gotta take your lead from people. How's your is Zuck building on? a bunker? Zuck is uh, he's got bunker, yeah. It's no last I saw he was doing now. Muay Thai to fight uh Elon. Musk. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be I think I'd still like to see that happen. Yeah, Musk yeah. said he's just gonna lay on him, he's gonna whale him. Yeah. What's Elon doing these days? Ruining it's not out much. It doesn't do well. Hey? It really doesn't do much, that guy. All it is is porn bots and spam ads now. I get on X. It's horrible. Yeah, that's a lot of porn. This place is gonna shit. Building tunnels and rocket ships and stuff. Are you maybe it's there? So there's algorithms behind all this stuff, right? Do you think <laughs> yeah. that maybe it's your algorithms and what you're viewing yeah, that might be driving sick the, bastard. the porn bots and stuff? Like it has nothing to do with X, it's what you're looking at. No, no, I'm just looking at like there'll be a popular tweet and in the replies, it's just shameless, obvious spam porn. I'm like, ugh, like it's it's a tweet about hockey coursey i don't need that as the first reply elon shut these people down i think the power play has been awful hey chantel Chantel liked your 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 tweet chantel i'm 20 minutes away why isn't she wearing pants thanks elon so it's elon's fault he should monitor all the tweets i'm just saying it's gotten worse since he took over that's all maybe it was inevitable i don't know we don't have an alternate universe where he doesn't own it now what's that those guys are truly fascinating, like Zuck and Elon. Oh, man. It's not what in the... the same realm as we live. They're I know. Doing... It's so Elon different. Elon is talking yeah. about living on Mars. Right? Yeah. We can't decide. Look at This yeah. is my life. <laughs> this is my life. Elon is going to Mars. At least get your shameless plug right. Come on. Look at those. Yeah, that's Maybe. our life. Are you, you going to call your bunker the cove? Yeah. Yeah, the playing checkers and playing chess. I don't even, we don't. No. Yeah. Oh, oh well, ignorance is bliss, right? That's what they, that's. Works for me, Dean. You'd have a hard time when you're a genius, when you're that smart and you look around at all the Just dumb people. Society, yeah. And the dumb things they do. Yeah. Who do you associate with? Other weirdo geniuses. That's it. With your kid who has that name, XJQ exclamation point asterisk or whatever he named his kid. Yeah, that's the Wi-Fi right there. That's the Wi-Fi password that he named his kid. All right, guys. Good show, guys. What's up for the rest of the day? Guess. Kids, hockey? Yeah, got both those. Kid hockey. Got to unpack. Uh, Yeah, there's some things to do. 
That's what it's all about, folks. See, we're just like you. We're just real people. Regular folks. Us we are celebrities. And, yeah. Yeah. But yet we still put our pants on one leg at a time, just like you guys. Have a fine when day. We wear pants. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the shells today. Are you? Yeah. What about you, Pender Pants? God, no. Jack and I have a strict no pant policy in the studio. Love it. Uh, tomorrow, Ask Rhett. Flames game day. They'll be in Nashville. We'll be all over it. Have yourself a fine remainder of your day. See you, buddies. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.